just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. I'm Dom and I've seen 17 episodes of One Tree Hill. And I'm Liz and I've seen 187 plus episodes of One Tree Hill, so I guess plus 24 episodes, so it's 211 episodes of One Tree Hill. (laughs) I'm Michelle and I've seen over 187 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is... Season 1, Episode 17, Spirit in the Night. Luke, you mind if we get a few words before your first game? Yeah, we're going to put it on the internet. Ravenshoops.com. Yeah, we're going to have a webcast and everything. What the hell is this? Well, we have this website. Yeah, we're sports announcers. Not in here, you're not. The locker room's closed. No media. Did you hear that? So welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it's always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from this week cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 1, Episode 17, Spirit in the Night. Dom, we are here, but we are not alone, my friend. We're here with One Tree Hill podcast royalty, the veterans... The OGs are in the house. Alyssa and Michelle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so Woo-hoo! much. We're, We're so back. excited. <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. Well, before we go any further, of course, everybody already knows, but in case they don't know, you were both the the pioneers of Tree Hill Talk, one of the OGs of uh, One Tree Hill podcast that got to its full completion all the way through 187 episodes, bonus episodes, interviews, additional content, an amazing podcast. Please go and check it out if you haven't already. Uh, Tell us about how that was and tell us about your podcasting now. Well, thank you for the introduction. Yes, thanks. (laughs) We... We were on almost a four-year journey, as you both will probably be on almost a similar journey, depending on how quickly you record the episodes. And mind you, in the beginning, we did two episodes at a time until season seven? Yeah, and then eight, we wow. did one Wow, it at doesn't a time. even feel like... I felt like we did one episode at a time the entire time, but we, yeah. you guys are probably going to have many, many years if you continue with the one episode at a time. But anyway, so we started as three friends, Ingrid, the veteran who has seen the show uh, once through in her high school days when it first aired. And then Michelle and I had never seen the show and we just started watching it and we decided we we're going to put a, a microphone. Actually, at that time, it was an iPhone yes. <laughs> in the middle of a table and we just talked about our thoughts. And as you guys know, people love and adore this show and they really responded to it, and we continued to do it throughout all nine seasons, and it was a really long but a really incredible ride, and it was so much fun. Amazing. And then tell us about your podcasting now. You just yes. also finished the OC. Yeah, so that was a fun two-year journey. We just wrapped up on Let's Talk OC. All four seasons are now complete, but we're doing bonus content. bonus episodes to come. Yeah, so the first one 
uh, we did was a pilot rewatch. We went back and watched the pilot to see how our feelings are after completing the four seasons. And then we have character arc episodes that we're going to do. And then we also produce Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast, where I'm the newbie. Liz is a semi-veteran. Semi? I've only seen it uh, past season three. Up to, I'm sorry, up to season three. So season four on, as much as I know what happens, we will be watching it new with fresh eyes together. So it should be it should be fun. Yeah. Season four, we're starting that in 2021, and we're going to revamp the format a little bit and make it just more of a, I guess, fun. Not, yeah, more fun in a way. Yeah. So we're excited. And um, once you, uh, you know, finish with your bonus content on the OC, are you then going to put and start a new show that's going to take its place? Yes. Yes, eventually. Eventually. <laughs> we're going to sole focus on Gossip Girl together. Because right now I was, well, we're both working on both shows, but I solely produce Let's Talk OC and Liz solely produces three Gossip Girls. And now we're going to go together and really put gossip girl in the light and both work on it together yeah and then we do have an idea for our next show but that's a secret for now Mm. very excited about it though so stay tuned (laughs) (laughs) I, i feel that this is probably a pertinent position to say to announce that because dom and i have discussed and decided today that we are gonna start a second show uh and that, yeah, I just, it would be crazy if it was the same show. If it was, it we're going we're gonna to have to meet and just fight. And, you know, whoever <laughs> survives, we're going to bring weapons. Okay, are we, are we not doing Gossip travel. Girl then? Have we changed changed plan? <laughs> we're not going to do uh, that anymore. Dominic, <laughs> give away the secret. Wait, is your show being announced or we'll just have to wait and see? We can we can announce it now. I'm pretty certain it's not the same show. Um, oh my god! I don't certain. want my facial to react, <laughs> you know, because I'm such I have a awful poker face. Even it if it matter. even if even it, if was it was the same show, we would find a way to ensure it was different, but enough. Of course, that, and of then course. we could still collaborate on it. But I'm, I know that would be so much fun. Yeah, we we have nothing but love and support for you guys. So same, you know, same. Uh, okay, we will. Can you guess what you think it would be? Is if, it... Okay, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, is it in the teen drama That's realm? what I was going to ask. No. 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 Okay. Okay. Is uh, it a, a sci-fi type show? If only. No. <laughs> I'm with you, Dom. I'm with you. No. <laughs> I have no... Are you going to do This Is Us? No. Oh, good, because good I mem- know you said that memory. we yeah, yeah we should do memory. that. No, that's such Th- a good one. This this is a show that has no podcasts. There are no podcasts for it, and it's insane because there should be because it's a very popular show, but no podcasts yeah. exist. I so we no figure idea. we have to do it. We need to podcast yes. it. Yes, you do. I, we need to is, break I it out to... from behind bars, and we need to podcast about it. Behind bars is that giving a, a clue? We need to tattoo this podcast onto our body and find our brother who's on death row and break him out. Ew, is it? See, I've never seen that show, but now I'm thinking about Prison it. Break. Is it Prison Break? It's Prison yeah. Break. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I've never seen that show. I can't show. believe there isn't any podcast about that. There will be. Soon. Yes. <laughs> That's so exciting. Well, I had a lot of friends that really enjoyed that show. And then it came, it 
it did a revamp, right? For like 10 episodes or something like that. Yeah. Like much later on. So the fan base is huge for that. I'm surprised there isn't a podcast. So good luck to you. That's fun. That's so cool. When are you guys going to find the time to do that? (laughs) Are you going to put the Mighty 90s on hold? Are you you going to like rotate weekly? Something like that. So we've kind of decided that um, so our our patrons can choose a 90s film. So what we're going to do, the ones that we've got on our list, we're going to complete those and get those films done and get them out there. uh, And then we're going to stop there. So uh, at that at the end of that list, uh, and then Mighty Nineties content will just stay where it is, and then we're just going to carry on with Ravens and the new Prison Break podcast. Cool, I love, it. I love That's it. exciting. And, and this, cool. oh, I've seen the first season of Prison Break, but nothing else. So Simon has also got the advantage on on this one. Oh, <laughs> nice! I gotcha. Cool. Yeah, it's so cool, guys. Well, enjoy that. I'm sure it's going to be. A, a lot hit. of fun, yeah. yeah. And we look Thank forward you. to hearing about your one. I, I loved when you finished the OC um, and you watched the re- rewatched the pilot that Michelle, you just kept watching. You've just continued <laughs> I, and you haven't stopped. <laughs> I can't help it. And now I'm just speaking to the people. All my when I get the thoughts, they just come out. And thank yeah. you so much, Don, for sending your thoughts for the finale episode. Oh, yeah. So good. Th- thank you for for letting me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Onto One Tree Hill, right? Enough, well, before, enough with the we, other shows. before we go any further, we need you both to raise your right hand, if you will. And you must vow to promise not to spoil Dominic. Uh, I promise. I, I w- promise. We did not want that to happen to us, so we understand fully. And I'm still living in that world because I don't know who Gossip Girl is. I know how important yes, it is. Yes, thank to you. Not she doesn't know who Gossip someone. Girl is. Yes. Thank you. We accept. Yes. We believe you. We trust you. And now <laughs> let's move through the portal into the Tree Hill universe. Yes. And I know you you were talking about going to Wilmington on the, the latest episode that we just listened to. Um, yes, I think it's a good idea that you wait until after season nine because Michelle and I went mid season seven, I think we were on and things did get spoiled for us. So yeah. as in order to keep your show completely spoiler-free, it would probably be best if you waited until season nine to go to Wilmington, even though I know it's it's hard because it's such a, a cute little town and has well, so much they could go to history. the town, just yeah. not a convention. Just not a convention, maybe. Yeah. Just yet. But It's going to be a nice treat, isn't it, Dom? We're going to have a little, yeah. little man holiday. You and I so cute. rent the car, have a picnic by the bridge, all of that stuff. It's going to be good times. We'd, we'd said yeah. that you'd have a th- three-year-old by then, by that point. So it's kind of you'd have a toddler, so it'd be okay for us to go. He's kind of old enough to look after himself at that <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. So it doesn't matter that we leave. Your wife will be okay for a long weekend. at three. Yeah, Absolutely. That's the age. <laughs> we've, we've both greenlit it with our, uh, with our ladies. So they, they have like three, three and a half years notice that this is happening okay. when we're going. Yeah. And then if they bring it up, we say, we told you. On the we told you three March. years ago. Yeah, you should get it in paper and and writing and have her sign. <laughs> you told oh, well. me I could go, and I'm going. Laminated Gosh. and up on the walls. <laughs> Frame friend. it. Frame it. Well, this episode is crazy. There is so much to go into. It's pretty dense in terms of there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that 
happen to get us to you know the uh the tournament and all this sort of stuff so uh, as you know on our podcast we take it character by character so as our guess which character would you like to start with Mm. Liz, who do you want to start with? Let's start with... Who are you most excited to see? Who was I most excited to see? Uh, I feel like I really liked Brooke in this episode, so let's start with her. It's a good place to start. If you don't mind. That's Dom's favorite place. Probably the best place uh, to start. Yeah, Brooke centered a lot in this episode, so... And it opens with her, too. Yeah, and it opens with her. Dom, tell us about Brooke. Well, Brooke is... uh preparing for her cheerleader competition and she's got to get whip the team into shape and there's a lot of Teresa abuse like straight away so I already (laughs) know always we've got to episode 17 and I know that Teresa has an issue with body odor that's kind of all I can say is that she's just continuously uh abused for it throughout pretty much and um, Brooke continuously abuses her yeah Absolutely. She needs to hit the pits. Hit those pits. <laughs> she gives With her that, sec- that secret promo, you know, this, you got to have the secret de- deodorant. Mm. <laughs> um, so Brooke has, I think, so, so like a bit of a tough episode for the first half because she really wants to do well in this competition that she's never won uh, and that the team have never won. And uh, it's also battling having her best friend in the team and kind of using her position as the captain to give some harsh criticisms that are basically aimed at Peyton being a backstabber. Uh, and that's all that just continuously keeps coming up that, uh, you know, she's backstabbing and she finds ways, Brooke finds ways of, you know, pushing her to the limit. Um, which does eventually make Peyton sort of snap snap back, but Brooke isn't the sort of person to give in, and she sort of keeps at that level, which which is what I quite like about her as well, is that she's she's got her her own sort of principles and morals, and she sticks to them pretty much all the whole way through. She also um, she's sort of putting all of her energy into this tournament, isn't she? She's sort of using it as. This is how I'm going to get over Lucas and get over this betrayal is that I'm going to spend all my time worrying about this and obsessing over it. And then she has to deal with like the bitchy Bear Creek captain woman. I do have to put in here, I've never seen Bring It On and I could tell that there was a lot of references to that. Have, have uh, you guys seen that? Yes, many, many a time. One of the classic girl movies i think yeah i would say inspired by yeah you know definitely yeah Yeah. um what what did what did you guys make of brooke or the beginning of brooke's journey of this episode oh yeah i think she's she's hurting and any way possible to distract herself from thinking about lucas or even thinking about the situation now she's in the same vicinity as her betrayal her traitor best friend it's She's doing anything in her power just to get over this or just distract herself. So I give her props for that, being able I, – I don't personally have any experience with a, a friend cheating and then having to see them every single day in high school. So I can't even imagine what that's like for her. And I understand, like, her points are valid and her, her attitude is valid towards Peyton. And then there's Peyton, who – 
she's kind of like graciously taking it. She's like, well, yeah, I messed up, but I'm going to make it up to you. And so Brooke's allowing her to do that. She just won't forgive her, which I totally get. Yeah, I agree. And also the fact that the Tree Hill Ravens have never won. Yeah. So now she's like, come on. And so now it's even more of, yes, this is a distraction, but also I want to fight for this because I do want to win. I need to win at something right now in my life. Yeah. (laughs) This episode was much like, I would say, episode six, Dom. Do you remember the one where they drive out, uh, without like the away game with Thing, Thing the third? It's kind of a bit of like, there's so many comedy moments. It's a bit of like a palate cleanser, like taking the characters out of Tree Hill and then getting some scenarios that we wouldn't normally get in school, etc. And allowing for Thing the dust to settle a little bit. I mean jumping all the way ahead i mean at the very end of the episode it shows that the pieces are very much in the same sort of place where brooks looking over to peyton and lucas and as much as they've had this nice weekend away where she's maybe forgotten a little bit about some of the stuff when she sees them together again it's sort of bringing back these emotions but there was i thought the the moment where she's got the squad lined up and you know you've got bad breath you're doing this wrong you got acne you've got whatever whatever it was all really funny and light-hearted um as much as uh it was also conveying some of the betrayal messages i thought it was really well done it was quite a nice moment in what has been a trend of some very serious episodes yeah, yeah i, I agreed. agreed that part as much as it it hurts to hear all of the negative things she has to say about each girl. It it was funny. And actually, that part is very reminiscent of Bring It On, where that coach comes in and he's like, I see your hips. And it, it just, that was funny. Yeah, a lot of comedic aspects with that, but also a darker side that you can see that Brooke is, that she's lashing out because she's so hurt. Mm-hmm. When they get to, sorry, go on, Dom. Oh, it's at that point where she's going through, oh, you've got bad breath, you you stink and you know need to sort out you need to sort out <laughs> under your arms um she she says to Peyton oh you were perfect at backstabbing me or something like that that's it's that right, point where she's yeah. oh you were you were absolutely fine at this but you're a bit of a bitch really and and it's kind mm-hmm. of pushing that boundary a little bit in front of everyone as well it's she's not afraid to say it and she she wants to make a bit of a scene of it just to prove a point um which you know is really bold because a, a lot of people just sort of shy away. I, I imagine if Haley was in this situation, she would just shy away. You probably wouldn't see her as much. She'd just go, yeah. go to class, go home, and that would be it. Um, so right. it's it's quite interesting to see her push that extra to that extra level and um, do it in front of absolutely everyone and and not be shy about it. Even when she blanks Lucas in front of Karen, she just really gives him the the cold shoulder. And even Karen's like, oh being being yeah, sort of ignored there. Feel it. Yeah. When we also get Brooke like almost shouting at Whitey that he's not going to let let her put the cheerleading equipment on the bus, which is brave. Like I don't know if she would be like that if she didn't have this sort of emotion inside of her. Um but that leads to some plot device that we'll get to when we talk about Lucas and Nathan and Haley. I actually had a question see if you guys noticed this but that whole scene where he's like we don't have room for pom-poms and nathan's like i will take the equipment at the end of the episode brooke is loading her car with her pom-poms <laughs> so i'm like 
you could have put your stuff in your trunk. Like, what happened there? I thought everyone was riding on the bus. Well, I guess, yeah, that's true. I guess she was, maybe when she was leaving school, she put her stuff in her trunk. But, I mean... I wasn't on cheer. I wasn't a cheerleader, but I was on something called Kickline, which is like the Rockettes, sort of. And we had pom poms, and they were really big pom poms. And we always carried our pom poms on our lap, and we sat on the bus, and there was never any issues. So yeah. I don't really know why why that had to be, but I guess it was a way for Nathan to take Haley away no, from course. Lucas, like yeah. oh, I'm driving with him yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just thought that was funny too. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know she had her own car, like, like you said, right until the end because she gets off the bus with the trophy to say to Mouth, oh, you know, right. this is like a joint trophy. And then she goes and gets in yeah, her car. Yeah, just, yeah it made, didn't make much sense to be honest. Unless, now I'm thinking, was that after they got back to the school? Do you think? Oh. You think they were in the yeah, school Yeah, like maybe they, they, left their cars, they left yeah. their cars at the school. Yeah, that makes sense. I probably got conf- confused y'all. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. You are right because um, Larry didn't drive. He got the bus and, and, right. and uh, Larry was flirting with Karen by his car. Yes, yes, yes. yes, right. yes disregard yes. all of that. <laughs> <laughs> but also still, it's just a silly a silly plot that they couldn't put all of the cheerleading equipment, which is really just pom-poms, pom-poms yeah. on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I was also thinking that I hope like whitey is gonna somehow reimburse nathan for the gas money then. yeah you know nathan's not just made of money he comes from a rich family sure but let's not make assumptions that he has gas money just saying it right but he's got money to pay for an apartment at 16 years old well that's a whole other entity like, we're gonna we'll get, get into, into that. That. <laughs> we'll get to that. yeah okay we'll, we'll get, get to it to i'll that. save it a great for that it. one <laughs> Well, bringing up Mouth, Dom is, uh, or Michelle, one of you, who, who brought up Mouth? I, I mentioned getting his credit. just outside the bus. It was you. All right, you take that. <laughs> take that, Dom. I'll take this one. But, uh, <laughs> Brooke says to Lips, Mouth, that Lips. <laughs> uh, whether he will spy on the uh, on the other teams for $20. But in fact, Dom, he says he'll do it for how much? Free. Because Why? Because why not? It gets to stare at cheerleaders. <laughs> gets to stare at those cheerleaders. That's right. <laughs> he's lucky he doesn't get caught, especially he's got like a camera and like yeah, you that's know. true, right? <laughs> um, then where do we get to next? We pretty much get to with Brooke anyway. Her and Peyton are in the same room. I had a gripe with this because we found out already that the rooms were done alphabetized. Alphabetical order. Thank you. Okay. I wrote that down in my notes. So I wrote that down too. And like, well, maybe the basketball just the boys. team, because Whitey set that up and the girls don't have a coach. It's just Brooke. Right, and so maybe back then when they were booking their rooms, you could book with a buddy. You booked right? with your best friend, but I also wrote that yeah. down in my notes. I'm like, huh? I wonder. Guess that it was too. wasn't uh, alphabetical order there, but that makes sense actually. Yeah, because probably book Brooke booked the room assignments, so <laughs> yeah, twister. she would she would do it with Peyton, but then there was the betrayal, so that makes sense. Right, right. So whoever had we, the room yeah. with Teresa is now super lucky because they get a room on their own and without the smell. That's true. <laughs> Poor Teresa. And, and hopefully without chicken pox. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, without the chicken pox as well, yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, we then uh, find out that the Bear Creek uh, cheerleaders are there and the arch nemesis of Brooke is like the captain. And 
the whole cheer squad are in the in the hotel room and uh brooke is explaining it to peyton and saying that bloody blah is here and she's a bitch and this that and the other and peyton's like well if there's like a dance off i'll have your back and she says what dumb oh so you can put a knife in it yeah just don't put a knife in it (laughs) I thought that was poor a f- Dom is being quizzed at all times. <laughs> I I thought that was um a, not only a fully warranted response, but I thought Peyton was being a bit of a douchebag in this moment. Mm. She was instigating. Yeah, she was you know poking the bear. Right. You're, Just leave it ready. alone. You're ready in the doghouse. What other animals can I use with analogies? Poking <laughs> <laughs> you know, the bear, putting the cat the amongst the pigeons. <laughs> There you go, there you go. Keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. She poked the bear and she was already up Shit's Creek. Bear Creek. Yeah, Shit's Creek. Like it. But the... (laughs) Well, you don't need to worry about any hate on Peyton on this podcast because we're fully fledged to hating her on every episode. So (laughs) it's all... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait until the later seasons. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh. For Dom, at least, just I want to hear what he has to say. I know, me too. Can't wait. Uh, is either going to go one of two ways, where I, I continue to, to really not like her, or I have to do a massive U-turn and be like, "Oh, she's my favorite." Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you'll you'll see. Yeah, you'll see. I mean, I mean, as you know, we weren't huge fans of Brooke in the beginning, and then towards the end of this series, I I think she's probably up there in one of my favorite characters. So your opinion can change and change and change and change, and that's okay. <laughs> Where do we move to next with Brooke? Is is it next where we get... Well, we have the interactions with the Bear Creek cheerleaders and kind of the standoff stuff. What did, what did when... you think of this as, uh, you know, American ladies? Is this is there any realism so to this nasty. when you were teenagers? They're so mean to each other. <laughs> I think it's, 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 it should be like... Friendly competition, but then again, that wouldn't be entertaining to watch. Well, Liz, you were in Kickline and you did dance competition. Yes. I was never involved in team sports. (laughs) No sports for Michelle. (laughs) No sports, just just arts and stuff. But do you think this is realistic? Because to me, this is like, oh, the typical, this is what we see in teen movies, teen dramas. There's always, you always have females fighting against each other, which is really annoying. I think it's definitely over dramatized there with that um i don't know we were always like gracious but then when you were with your own teammates you'd be like well i don't think they're going to win or x y and z but i feel like i don't know maybe because of the way i was raised and my mom said if you don't have anything nice to say you don't say it at all (laughs) so i was always i don't know i was always a either a sore not a sore loser i was a good loser and i was a good winner i don't know (laughs) So there really wasn't that much in the dance world, but I I wasn't a cheerleader, so I can't I can't vouch for that. Yeah. Well, we move forward, and Teresa is out because she's has chicken pox, and she, by her own admission, is like, "I have to go home." Thank God. Because Thank God. <laughs> so yeah. Because they don't want to have to deal with what do they call her? Cheer Nazi Brooke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's an awful title for her. It's awful. <laughs> uh, and then she's stressing out. I think does she has she has the conversation with Karen 
um, on on their own, which is nice because Karen was a bit cold towards Brooke when they first met, and um, I I know you probably. I don't know. I hope you can remember when Lucas was in the hospital a few episodes ago. Yes, I did actually go back to see all of that. And she definitely, well, Brooks comes on a little strong. She's like, I'm obsessed with your son. <laughs> so what's Karen supposed to do with that? She's like, well, okay. I mean, you're only 16, honey. Like, relax. <laughs> right. So I get it. Yeah. But I mean, she then warms to Brooke, and by the time she's fully warmed, in fact, on her side completely, probably, uh, Lucas is, you know, sort of has broken up with her. But it was nice to see that relationship continued and for Karen to be supportive to her and it not to be like, well, you're not with my son anymore, so, you know, forget you. I know that she wouldn't do that anyway, but I thought it was nice that they had that moment. What, what What did we all think of this? I like that parallel that Karen used to be the the head cheerleader in her day. But then when you see her, you think that she's so far from that world because she wanted to, I guess, essentially in a way, get away from it because of all the bad memories she had with it. So I think it's kind of funny and like ironic that Karen was the one to be the head cheerleader in her time. And then now Lucas was dating the head cheerleader and it's kind of like the circle continues in this twisted web but now Karen has matured and she sees the world a different way and hopefully one day Brooke will and I just really I like their relationship I wish we see it more in a way yeah Brooke needs like that mother figure to kind of help her so and we I just we've always said this too anytime there's good parenting yes I just love good parenting because we need it with these kids Mm -hmm. they're on their own and I just love how Karen you know turns the eye to yes you're past curfew but yeah I'm gonna allow allow it to happen Mm -hmm. you guys go practice and make it work I really really love that scene me too and it was actually Peyton that um turned Brooke around to it saying hey you know just get up and we can do this you know you can lead us to doing it so that's a good moment. We'll put a little point in the Peyton tally there. She can have that one. Uh, <laughs> I'm Karen, joking. We don't hate her that much. Karen, Karen in this scene is the she's and nice. in most scenes that she's in, she's like the perfect kind of arm around you, mother. So she's mm-hmm. gonna put her arm around you, tell you everything is gonna be okay, tell you that you're you know like she said in the previous episode to to Lucas, you know you're a teenager, you're going through the hardest years of your life. And actually, it doesn't really get that much easier. It's always difficult, but you find the ups and downs, and that's where you've you've got to aim for the ups more than the downs, obviously. And she kind of, what's really good about her character is that she'll do that with pretty much everyone. Um, you know, she has her moments of having a little fallout. So actually, you know, since Karen has come back from Italy, uh, she's actually I've actually really liked her. I found her before yeah. before she disappeared for six weeks. I thought she's just a bit of a you know, it's probably not a nice phrase to use, but the term I used was doormat. Um, but, <laughs> but but now she's like, yeah, I get that. She seems like a much stronger character now. She's like come back and she's actually willing to sort of stand up for herself more. And now she'll, you know, push that onto other people and say, actually, you know, you've not done the right thing, so you need to go and do that. Or actually, you're doing a great job of this just keep it going and you know stay positive and actually she's that perfect arm around your parents so i'm starting to like her more and more as it goes on 
That's good. Yeah, that I'm glad. Good. Same. Especially when she's nice to Brooke. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's that Italian haircut. She got that haircut and it all changed for you, Dom. Absolutely. She came out. She's a new woman. I reckon she brought back some like Italian conditioner, maybe. Like, you know, like a leave-in conditioner. Leave that in for a couple hours. Put a film on. Wash that out later. Rinse and repeat. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. She's got that very uh, sleek, straight hair going on right now. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. So, where what happens next? They start practicing um we'll talk we'll talk all about mouth when we get there that's a whole thing in itself and i can't wait um but brooke is we get more bitchiness from the bear creek cheerleaders um there's panic in brooke she needs to redesign or choreograph the the dance so we get through all of that change the song tutor girl Um, needs to be better Oh, tutor girl. Tutor girl. <laughs> what well, do you guys think about Haley taking one for the team and joining? That's well. There's so much to say about Haley. Um, Dom, what do you think? I was actually quite surprised that she said yes. So mm-hmm. uh, I thought, oh, maybe she'll be asked because uh, at first I thought when um, Mouth appeared and started doing all the the moves of the other team that they would go. Oh, we're definitely gonna have you on it, and I thought, oh, we're gonna we're gonna go into a, a, having a male cheer cheerleader on the team, great. But then it didn't happen, and it was just like he turned around no. and immediately went, no, 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 I've got to like do commentary on the game, so I'm not I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> and it was okay, we'll stick with Haley. Um, I was really really surprised, and it kind of looked like that was gonna be Haley's way out because she's agreed to do it because she kind of feels bad for everyone, but wants to be part of it. So she she she's come along on Lucas's invite but wants to be part of nathan and peyton's world because she's getting closer and closer to them so i I thought it was great that she joined in and she she seemed to be able to pick it up quite easily yeah she was great honestly i think joy is a really she has good rhythm so the way i don't know if she was trying to portray it as she wasn't comfortable but i feel like i could see her natural talent shine through even yeah. if she was pretending to be uncomfortable with mm-hmm. it so i she's adorable she she did a really good job <laughs> and she just seemed like she was having so much fun she's like this is fun for a night you know uh, Why when not? when she gave the uh cheerleader uniform back at the end she says um we're sort of crossing over here we will we will do a whole segment on Haley but she, when of she course. gives her uh, costume back at the end she's like oh it didn't really fit right but she's always sort of looking a little bit like to me anyway I read it that she wanted Brooke to be like oh no keep it you're on the team now you're with us right, now like, oh you no you did fine you're good yeah and I don't think she got the compliment from Brooke because Brooke called her by her name instead of by tutor yes. girl but I think subliminally Haley wanted Brooke to be like well you're one of us now keep the uniform you know you're gonna need it sort of thing I thought right or also I feel like maybe Haley was unsure of like to teeter on which side of the tracks like which world should I stay in so like oh it it didn't really fit but in her head maybe this is something she would like to do so her saying kind of like self-loathing, like, oh, I don't really think it's for me, but also giving it back to Brooke, maybe if Brooke would have said something to her, like, oh, no, you were great. You should definitely try out or something. Maybe she mm-hmm. would. But I think she's just not sure of herself right now. 
this was the first yeah i agree fully and this was the first time ever that i thought she really looks like hillary swank when she has her hair back (laughs) isn't it do you see it hillary i mean a little bit i see what you're saying yeah maybe on the mouth area yeah but yeah that's funny (laughs) and then her hair does look darker when you pull it back so I, I get I get where you're going with that. I also thought Lee Norris mouth looked a little bit like he could be like Ethan Hawke's little brother. Yes, yeah. actually, I agree with that much more I than the Hillary too. Swank. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Dom, any comments? Uh, no, I I hadn't really considered either of those. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, where does Brooke go to next? Is the next part them performing? Oh, they no, well, they no, no, the no, no, no. We get the, the hot tub. The, the hot swimming tub. pool, don't they? Tell us about that, Dom. <laughs> it's always me. Um, <laughs> this is the moment where... I'm trying to where, include everyone. Where Haley appears. So they've they've done their practice. They've kind of got all their information from mouth. Um, Peyton says she's going to go off and sort the music out. Uh, and we get to a point where... She's probably Brooke. I mean, is is a little bit more comfortable with how things are going. She's got her tenth because the routine was geared up to having ten, and they've changed the routine because of everyone else is using the same song. Did he say junior senior? Everyone is using junior yes. senior. Yeah, yes. So yeah. So everyone's using the same song, um, or the same group. So let's let's do something different. And they spend like most of the night fixing that and doing that, and then it's time to relax. Time to you know kick back a little bit and enjoy ourselves before before the big day and before the competition so they're in the hot tub and mouth is surrounded by all these cheerleaders <laughs> the dream the mouth dream <laughs> <laughs> so good. yeah he's never really been in that world before so this is something new and really exciting yeah I love him so much I've loved him Me so too. much from the very beginning from the first time I ever watched it it's just like he's the best. <laughs> yeah, he's such a gem of him. He's so innocent and genuine, and loyal. always out. Yeah, so loyal, always there to help someone. And he's he just, just really wants cool. to belong. Yeah, he's just like a cool without dude. without knowing it. Yes, and without being aware of how cool he actually is. Right, clearly, how In much he episode, has to offer. We can see that. And he's, well, I, I'm going to save it because otherwise I'm I worried I'm going to be veering into the land of things <laughs> that we know because we've seen it, but Dom doesn't know, so. Right, of yeah. course. But, so then do we pretty much get to, we'll talk more about the hot tub stuff when we get to some of the other characters, but do we then get to the performance pretty much? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What did... They perform? What did we think? <laughs> it's, it's cute. Well, the other team goes first. We see them going and they're doing flips and tumbles and all of that. And then the Trey Hill Ravens are up and they do it. And it's like a surprise. And everyone's like, oh, my God, this music. Everyone, you know, and because they all look around. They're like, wow, this is the track they chose. Right. It was funny. They it all was. the girls seemed like they were having a really good time. The choreographer, everybody was kung fu fighting. Yeah. That's like not something you necessarily would right. hear at a cheerleading competition. Right. And so I think everyone was like pleasantly surprised. And I think the, I hope the judges were pleasantly surprised. And 
she wins the choreography award. So obviously they liked something about it and it was a little bit different and original compared to all the other teams. But uh, I thought it was fun. I would have liked to do that performance. Yeah, same. Same. (laughs) (laughs) I would have liked to see Malv join the team though. I think it would have been fine if it was him and Haley. (laughs) But I liked him watching and he's like, yeah. Yes, yeah, he like knew every move. He knows so every funny. what is what's this called? A diagonal. A diagonal. diagonal. Yeah. Yeah. Tutor girl, do a diagonal. She's like, diagonal. what's that? Mouth is like, do <laughs> I love him so much. He's like a secret cheerleading expert. Yeah. I love when Mouth dances. He's just he's so into it. It's great. Do, does he know does is... he know all the all the like terminology because he watches all the games? And and all the cheerleaders are there. Is that where he gets it from? That's my. That's what I took that possibly, from. Possibly, yeah. Or also him just, I guess, watching and sneaking, watching the other cheerleaders during that day. <laughs> Maybe he's just a fast learner and he <laughs> picked up on the terminology. But I'm assuming whatever it is, he knows. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming that in real life, Lee Norris must have some like background in dance or something, and they must just be like. <laughs> Let's just, that's funny. Let's use that because at this point, his character hasn't had much light at all. In fact, this is the first time we've ever seen him in school, which is something Dom likes to keep a tally on, is when we actually see characters at Tree Hill High, apart from when, besides the basketball games, it never there. It's true. It's very true. That's a lot of teen dramas that you don't really ever see them in school, even though that's the whole premise of the show is like this high school. Yeah. So last week was the first time we'd seen Skills actually at school. Mm. Oh, really? He's, he's, he, turned <laughs> oh up, he turned up at the gym and then that was, he. you don't see him in lessons or anything, but that was it. he actually you turned know, up I to was... school. Sorry, Dom. I was saying off mic, I, I love this episode because we have everyone. It feels like everybody was in it. And then you just said skills. No, as soon as I was done <laughs> I was watching like, the episode, yeah. I'm like, there was no skills there in this no episode. Skills. So I, I'm not really used to him yet. He's only he only appears at the river court. That's well, that for a long time. I actually True. thought he didn't go to the school. I thought he right. Was, he he was could a have went to a, from, a different high school. Yeah, and yeah. then he suddenly just walks in. But I mean, they let Keith just walk through the school with whiskey, so with alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. What is that about? <laughs> and, the, and multiple times, it's on a, multiple occasions that yeah. this happens. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I ask um, Michelle, Alyssa? This is a really important question. Um, when you if could you close your eyes a second, just one second? Picture okay. Keith in your mind. Yeah. You see him. Yes. Okay, open your eyes. You, you've had a moment to see him. Now, when you see him, do you immediately think, eek, there's Keith, and what a slab of beef. <laughs> if you disconnect now, As in, like, fine. am I attracted to Craig? Well, firstly, you'd be <laughs> like, Keith? you'd see him walk in, and you'd be like, eek, because it's like it's taking you back a little bit. And then you're like, hang no. on a minute, what a slab of beef. That's Keith. <laughs> Can I explain this? Please let me explain. Please explain. So does it Simon, need explaining? Um, uh, yes. Just a little context would be great. So Simon, um, <laughs> what you may not know about Simon is a is a freestyle rapper. Yeah. And oh, I, I've heard in the past that he does some yes, of that. Yes, yes, oh, yes. You've been subjected to it too. Great. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> he uh, he he did one about about Keith, and he said slab of beef he's got nice teeth <laughs> and then just threw in the word eek eek 
And I'm like, uh, that doesn't actually no. rhyme. And I was in that, the moment. I was in there was the quite moment. a long it... debate as to whether eek rhymed with Keith, which it absolutely Keith. does not. Oh, I'm terrible. Keith. I In my Keith. English writing class in college, I had to write poems and then my younger sister would come in. She'd be like, this doesn't rhyme. This doesn't rhyme. <laughs> and I'm like, but in my head, it rhymes. It's she's like, like it might sound like it. Yeah. She's like, no, it doesn't rhyme. So I'm the wrong person to ask. So eek and Keith. I think, mm. why don't we do <laughs> stretch. eek, eek, you know, like, <laughs> the th let at it the slide. End. Yeah, like, slant the rhyme. Eek. It works better in our accent, eek. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah it's, you know, you get it. It doesn't well, work well in any accent, mate. Dom, it works. <laughs> Dom, it works. But do I, is it a slab of beef or a piece of beef? No, it's a slab. That's a whole slab. A slab. That's like it's yeah, heavy. I think wow. He's beef. definitely a slab of beef to me but i wouldn't necessarily say eek i have to tell you my thoughts off mic list about keith in this episode oh wow oh okay because i haven't seen him in so long and i had <laughs> my face i'm like oh what I had, and i told my husband has very very strong feelings yes on keith and, and i have so, very opposite strong feelings on well, keith <laughs> whatever way they go we don't want to give too much way i don't want to yes. have dom thinking things but <laughs> After this episode, I told Anthony, who's my husband, I was like, man, X, Y, Z. And he just like cracked up. So <laughs> I, I can't was, wait to hear this. Yeah. Like, we'll have man, to fill in Simon on it too. Sorry, Dom. Group chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is a very tiny intermission. So Dom and I just did our bonus episode. It would be great to hear your thoughts on this. So on our bonus, we, talked, we did um, Kiss marry and kill yes so of awesome of up until this point of these 17 episodes so mm. dom said let me let me see if i remember this right dom dom said he would kiss brooke all age appropriate we're imagining we're the <laughs> same course. age as we're these the same people. age, same Absolutely. age. <laughs> we're in high school <laughs> yes let's get that clear um so he said he would kiss brooke marry mm. Haley. And kill Tim. Oh, Tim? oh! So it's all the that was the uh, best reaction the students. to Tim. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought it was like the three girls, the three guys, so out of everyone. So it's out of all of the characters on the whole oh, cast oh, at the moment. All of them up, yeah, up to seven, up to episode seventeen. Okay, but parents and students and mm -hmm. kids included. Yeah, anybody. Oh wow! And he would kill Tim. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him. I know, I loved him too. He's such comedic relief when you need it so on good. this show. He's such a yeah. Yeah. So, we'll, <laughs> so uh, much love for Tim. Wow. <laughs> well, Without well, giving any anything away, there is some Tim moments in next week's episode oh, that are really funny. Okay. I'll really, really funny. Yeah. Um. Oh, you would kill Tim. <laughs> she, she can't get over it. <laughs> I mean, at least I didn't pick Keith. No, I would be so upset if you killed if you killed Keith. Uh, so who who would you choose? Are you asking us these? Yeah, now we're asking you. Oh who God. would you choose? Okay, up to this point though, that's really hard for me it to say. So up to this hard point. because I have. I'm trying to remember how I felt. Right, same. First time watching, I would probably marry Mouth, mm -hmm. kiss. I would kiss Jake, mm -hmm. and I would kill Dan. Yeah, makes who, sense. Who are you marrying? I'm marrying Mouth. Yeah, I have the same answer as her. <laughs> <laughs> but all free. Up to this point. Up to this point. Yeah. Because Simon, yeah. you were marry Haley, 
kiss Deb. Yes. I can't remember who you mm-hmm. killed. Um. Oh, I killed Tim's mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so Tim's mom is awful. We're killing the whole Smith family. Is her name Taryn? Or I'm just mixing OC wall with like the awful Sha- mom. I think it's her. Na- think it's Shari. Shari. Oh, Shari. Yeah. Y- Shari? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. You're right. <laughs> yeah, she's a pretty shitty mom. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well. <laughs> the- Good. Okay. So when so Brooke wins the trophy, she gets back, um, <laughs> and then we've kind of discussed her ending. She sees Brooke and Peyton still together, even though they're not like romanticized, you know, doing anything romantic. But she sees them together, and it's a reminder that of that. And she's then like tearing up the photograph in her bedroom. Oh, this is so sad. And she's crying. Yeah. She gives a great performance. We've all though, been there, right? Gotta. Sophia Bush, we've said this numerous times, is probably one of the best criers on television. She does such a great job. I'm always crying if she's crying because yeah. she's a beautiful crier. She's a beautiful crier. <laughs> she's a beautiful crier. She does not ugly cry, that's for sure. I sat- But this is, this moment is so sad. You rip up the picture of your ex-boyfriend and now you're like ex-best friend. And you just keep yourself and you're staring at the picture and it's just, ugh. You're alone. Yeah, it's gut wrenching. Sucks. It. I. I've been there. It gives me flashbacks of the dance floor. Totally. So. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, who do, who chose Brooke? I did. Michelle. Who's next? Let's talk about Lucas. Lucas. What's with the hair? <laughs> I forgot how young it's he like looks. So... Oh. oh, that's oh a God. that's a very good Wait. picture of him. Oh no, we have a different Lucas head. I think oh, I, I don't threw know. Out all I think our heads. We, no, I think we gave them away. Remember, we like oh yeah, we had giveaways and people <laughs> wanted them. Sweet. Wow, wait, that's wait, wait. really good. That's so creepy. that is so good. But in like a, I can't stop looking. <laughs> right, I want that. So because that's enough. awesome. We should have all had one, and it could have been like we were all talking as the characters. Heads. We had heads of all the characters. That's great. So for our listeners, as this is audio based. <laughs> oh yes, this is audio. Oh, yeah. you're, not, you're not getting any of this. Um, so I, I have, I actually have five of these. I have five cutouts of uh, Lucas Chad just, Michael Murray's just head. Just Chad Michael Murray. Of his head. Well, there's a reason behind it. So it was uh, my wife's baby shower um, a few weeks ago and i was uh helping to organize it for her and as a joke to her friends i was like they said what's the theme gonna be and i said it should be one tree hill themed ha 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 of course um <laughs> and they were all laughing about it and then i bought them i i bought them all a mask so that when my wife came in they could all be wearing a lucas mask to be like surprise <laughs> to just free just as a joke but then we went into like <sighs> lockdown and uh, so we had to do it all remotely through Zoom and everything. Oh, um, we, yeah. we made the most of it. It was fine. But it does mean I have like five Chad Michael Murray masks <laughs> just in my office at home. Well, if you want to ship them to New York, we will gladly wear them because that seems like fun. I, I, I will send them to you. Send, send me your address afterwards. I'll send. Okay, I'll send, I will. I'll send two. Ingrid doesn't get one. She chose her phone over this podcast. <laughs> so you don't get one ingrid <laughs> if you exist <laughs> oh my goodness so funny uh okay so Lu- so we're we going lucas. into lucas yeah. yes so who wants to tell us about lucas 
I think Lucas. you should tell us about Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> I think. He's like, gladly, gladly. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas thinks, I think that he had a rough episode. And I already, I can predict, well, Dom and I have this thing, this synergy of when, when he's watching it, he's guessing when I'm crying at things because I do that. And when I'm watching it, I'm guessing when he's like angry at things. And <laughs> Does that sound about right? And you're usually you're usually spot on. Then you can predict how the other is feeling. Pretty much, more usually. or less. Yeah. Well, Dom, I predict that you thought that Lucas was being a bit of a douchebag in this episode, but I predict, or I say, no, Dom, back up. He Haley instigated the problems here with Lucas. In my opinion, Michelle, don't look well... that way. Don't look that way. <laughs> Don't do it. I'll put the mask back on and you say it to Lucas's face. Okay. <laughs> I think that, well, let's take it step by step. Okay. So <laughs> such disapproving looks from everyone here. We're just, we're just listening. Have your case and yes, we will come. But exactly. It will State inevitably be wrong, but let's just get on with it. <laughs> I think that... Okay, where does he begin? He begins, uh, oh, he gets called into Whitey's office and Whitey wants him to feel more part of the team and says that one of the players needs additional coaching and that player is Nathan. Nathan! (laughs) Shocker! And Nathan needs to learn how to do a fadeaway to create space because he'll get double teamed. But the fadeaway, in Nathan's opinion, is weak and he has to go, Mm -hmm. go to the rack, as they like to say. Go to the hole. And work through the players, but it's not going to be able to get there. Dom, you love the basketball segments. They went to the river court. Well, before that, you got a bit of Whitey. How did you feel about this assignment to Lucas from Whitey? The whole way through, it just feels like Whitey is pushing them together more and more. Uh, he and keeps laughing at them. It, He's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you <pretty> too. <laughs> and it, what I loved was the uh, the alphabetical thing. So Scott and Scott mm-hmm. together. Um, mm-hmm. And there is a, I think one of my favourite lines from the episode there, but we'll cover that when we cover uh, when we get further on. Um, but yeah, Whitey pushing together is is always funny. Uh, is always good little uh, good little technique to try and make these brothers like each other, unlike Dan and Keith. Yeah, right. Yeah. They move to the river court and they're practicing um, now. Alyssa and Michelle, the River Court, we've spoken about this in previous episodes, but was cut up into little segments, the actual River Court. You said, I think you said you actually got to sit on it, didn't you? We didn't sit on, there wasn't a basketball court. It was just grass. Right, okay. (laughs) When we were there. So, sad. We did, no, it was, it was, no, it was gone long before we we got there. Yeah. Right, well, they chopped it. I think they took it down maybe a year after the show, right? Yeah. Oh, is that a piece, is that a piece of, it? of it? Yeah, so they chopped it up into pieces and then there's little little blocks of the concrete of the river court. And I uh I have a piece. It's like a prized possession and Dom How did you get Aww. such thing? That's so cute. <laughs> I got I got it through money and uh a lot of money. <laughs> money shipping People in Wilmington, <laughs> you, I, I can't wait till we get a little bit further, so I can. Uh, I don't want to say about like um, giving away spoilers. So I guess this isn't spoilers, but I actually have as contacts um, 
like the head of the camera department of the show. I've never told this to Dominic before. Um, <laughs> and the head, uh, I've spoken to the person that, that does all of the wardrobe, who is managing the wardrobe, and then somebody else as well um, that actually worked on the show. So it's through some of that stuff and then through like eBay and whatever, whatever. But what I was saying yeah. to Dom was there's a piece of the river court on eBay right now. It's probably sold. And we had this whole debate about it because it was up for $300. It's like, mm. it's literally like an inch, like two inches by two inches. And Don was saying, wow. oh, that's ridiculous. It's just concrete. Um, <laughs> wow. And I was that's saying concrete. we could like cut it up and make little river court necklaces and all kinds of things. So where do you two sit on pieces of the river court? And if you could... And I could just send the you know, mad Sabrina the Teenage Witch magic a piece into your hand right now. You would want that, wouldn't you? One hundred percent. I love, love, love props and memorabilia. I have we have a One Tree Hill script. I have two OC scripts. On the OC, you know, they uh for Comic Con one year, they made characters from the Atomic County. These what are they I'm drawing a blank on action Funko figures. Pop? No. Oh. Action figures. <laughs> I would pay a large amount of money for them. So, <laughs> yes, I would want a piece of the River Court. I would. I I can't even deny it. Dom, Sucker is there stuff. a show that you love, are obsessed with, have rewatched a bunch of times, that there's something from that particular show that you would say, yeah, I could definitely, you know, think I would spend $300 on that tissue from whoever <laughs> <on> the set <laughs> because it was so sentimental to this scene one time or I don't know I have watched Star Trek in probably an inordinate amount oh. of time like all of them I've seen every episode of Star Trek ever made including so I'm sure there's a lot of memorabilia there from that there is so but I, I, I feel like the need to defend myself on this a little bit okay because Simon okay. will throw me under the bus uh, as often as he possibly can so he had said about by spending $300 plus on a, a small bit of concrete, one that he already has a bit of, and he was going to buy another bit. True. And I had said something along the lines of, because uh, he said, oh, wouldn't you do the same? And I said, well, I'd probably, you know, invest that time and energy into preparing for my soon to be born child, meaning him, <laughs> rather than trying to buy a bit of concrete. <laughs> for three hundred dollars that's what i was getting at and all i get now is abuse and he just gets people to gang up on me and but yeah I, i'm I mean, not ganging memorabilia up. and not memorabilia ganging and stuff like that I, I i i completely agree would love to own and buy and stuff like that but my point was he was considering making necklaces for him and the baby <laughs> and birth- i thought it could be their baby. birthstone <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So cute. I mean, it's a very sweet sentiment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to each their own. And would exactly. if if we whittled you a One Tree Hill River Court necklace, would you wear it? Like, as in, you know, we could give it to you, and you hey. could then give them to each other. So then you're bonded your friendship with river court pieces Aww. yeah fuck yeah I'd wear it. You <laughs> i would wear it yeah. <laughs> yeah like i said i love my when i have like a soul connection to a a program a television show like i i want i love items from the show yeah agreed you know i that is i would definitely the show has so much heart for us mm-hmm. it's the beginning of our roots 
So yeah, totally and the river agree. court is it's just iconic. Yeah. <laughs> There's more river court to come. So Well, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> there, there was a there no. was an auction not long ago. Um selling off it was all for charity but selling off major movie props so ewan mcgregor had given his lightsaber from when he was in star wars oh wow and there was loads of other stuff included but one thing in particular was tom hanks's helmet from saving private ryan and it was signed it's signed by him and it's signed by steven spielberg and uh, that that would be something i would spend a lot of money on because I absolutely love that Hell film. Yeah. I, like, that film is that's really my cool. Favorite yeah. film ever. Um, so I, I would, I would invest money in that. So I, I, yeah. I have to say, I, you know, I, I understand it, but it's just more fun for me to say to Simon that he's paying zero attention to his of course. child. Of course, we get it. Yeah, we get it. We get it. <laughs> Which he's going to call either Lucas or probably Haley, depending on what gender it is. He's like, yeah, actually. <laughs> not... They're both great names. They are both great names. We we have the name picked. I can confirm it's neither of those names, but we were... Oh, shocking. We were... <laughs> so it's Nathan. Your wife is like, X-Nay on the Lucas. <laughs> but they can Chad. have no more the Lucas. Rivercourt as a birthstone. That but was it is probably Chad, right? Chad. Middle name, Chad. <laughs> Michael, Murray, all, Michael either Murray. one of those. <laughs> CMM. Baby Murray. Oh. Well, cute. so um Lucas and Nathan are on the river court and <laughs> uh <laughs> practicing the fade away. Nathan is a bit obnoxious with like, well, talk to me about that when you can do this. Ooh, I can dunk. Yeah, with those red pants. Like, <laughs> all, they look like so ridiculous on him. <laughs> to be real. Him jumping up. <laughs> to be real though, if like I mean I play basketball and I I cannot do that. I can't even touch the rim. So I mean I would also I'd be going for the fadeaway every time as well. But it's like what is if a you... fadeaway? A fadeaway is exactly <laughs> as it sounds. So it's like you've got somebody in front of you and you act as if you're gonna go forward, but then you take a step back and then shoot. So the jolting motion means you've got this space in between the defender and you so that they can't block the shot. Oh, okay, so you're just creating a space between you. Just creating, but yeah, and it's basically nice. the point is if you if you're not able to run through them to get to to be able to do a dunk or a layup, then you just gotta shoot. You gotta <laughs> shoot, yeah. So oh, okay, there's some epic ones on like LeBron and you know Kobe, rest in peace, and uh, you know loads of other greats doing like amazing fadeaways to like win the game. You know, it's like an epic game winning shot, but. uh I, I, if I could dunk, I would also be doing it all the time as well. So why not? You know. Yeah, definitely. I would be doing it too. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So also they moved right. We then moved to the bus. We then moved to the bus. This is where it all begins. This is where the misconception of his behavior starts. I can imagine the misconception. <laughs> Lucas has arranged with Haley. That already happened. We skipped over Dominic. We skipped over that. Okay, <laughs> and he says, "Would what he invites Haley to come on the weekend with him because he cannot play basketball right now because of his shoulder. He's asked her right. to come for company. That's his best friend. They've been friends since they were kids. She's basically a member of the family. She eats chili at the cafe most nights of the week. Okay, they're connected." 
Right. I, I get where you're going with you're this. You're not wrong. You're not you're wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. It's nice to be appreciated for once, <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> and then he's on the bus. I'm here on my own. I, I don't really... I, I have some friends here, sure, but Jake might not be on the bus. It's just me. I'm with my brother that hates me, and I hate him too. And every time I look at him, I see my father that abandoned me all those years ago. Okay? What I need right here on the seat next to me on this bus is my friend. My friend Haley. Where's Haley? Haley comes up to the window. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to go off with my boyfriend in his Mustang. <laughs> she doesn't say it like that. And Nathan says, well, what are you... Are you the third grade? You're going to go ride the bus with your best friend or something like that. But Alyssa, that is not acceptable, is it? She, he's, manip- <laughs> he's manipulating her so that, so that she'll ride in the car with him and leave Lucas on his own on the bus. He probably didn't even bring any Steinbeck to read because he thought he'd be sat there with his friend Haley. Right. It's true. It keep, okay, keep going. That's I what, no, no, I'm going right, to... You know what? I didn't put myself in Lucas's shoes where people truly haven't accepted him i guess a hundred percent yet as being on the ravens so maybe he did feel a little bit alone being that so you say jake wasn't on the bus so he didn't have his friend jake i think also both of them are going through changes that they've never experienced yeah definitely being accepted to these different groups being accepted to the basketball team kind of and now dealing with girls you have two that kind of went I mean, now that's not working out. And then Haley, who's also experiencing this sense of, oh, there's this boy that I'm interested in and these this cheerleading world that I can be a part of. And so you're curious because this is a time to experiment, yeah, right? Routines. But what sucks is, and I, I do agree with you, is the friendship part of it and the foundation part of it of, no, like us first. We were We were the beginning. You should have been there for me. Right. But Lucas could have said, well, I mean, I guess he's just, he doesn't want to cause an issue because he needs Nathan and him to be on good sides for the game. And he doesn't want to make his friend mad. So it's like, this is like strike one, right? Haley does say, though, when he was dating Brooke, they had to kind of figure out like an right. uh, in-between up, relationship. Up. He's some hands up. <laughs> so it's both, it's a two-way street. It's friendship is a two-way street. Um, so. Alyssa, I, I'm going to have to name you here so that you know I'm talking directly to you. We're going to have to put a pin <laughs> in that. We're going to put a pin in that because we're not there yet. We're not ready to <laughs> okay. unpack that yet. We're not ready to go there. Okay, Because there's right. more transgressions My that's going to happen against Lucas before we even get to that. Wait. <laughs> Dom has a finger. <laughs> wait. You're going to wait now. You're going to listen now, mate. Because... <laughs> He's been pretty much an asshole since like episode eight to sixteen. <laughs> so there's a whole eight episodes where he's running around with Brooke and then cheating with uh, on her with Peyton mm-hmm. and completely ignoring Haley. And Haley's yes, just been, you, yes. you know, so he's displayed awful behaviour all the way up until like this point where on the last episode he says right pretty much near the end of the episode to Karen, I need to like sort my act out reevaluate my life i need to yeah. be a better person because <laughs> I, i'm I'm becoming someone that i don't like so it's it's not Haley's fault at all he's he's acted so badly like all, all this way and now i'm suddenly expecting her to to just accept it and just move on from that and there is a portion too when after the boys get their room assignments that Haley is going to meet lucas for coffee pizza. and nathan i'm sorry pizza yes Thank you. And 
he pulls Nathan pulls her in and they start kissing and she's about to go meet Lucas and it just so happens that Lucas comes upstairs. I don't know why that is, even though they were going to meet for pizza. Well, I think she was running late. But like how late? I know. <laughs> anyway, but he says, Oh, I get it, like hang out with your boyfriend. And like the that way I didn't take it as like in a malicious kind of like condescending way. He was just like, Oh, I get it. I did the same thing a couple weeks ago. Mm. I understand, like, where you're going through. It's like, I get it, but it sucks. But it sucks. Mm. It sucks. You're my best friend. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Is that okay? I I, I agree. And I I can see all of those points. But And Dom, I I see what you're saying. That, you know, yeah, Lucas acted this way. But an eye for an eye and the world is blind. You know? Let's not... Tis true. Let's not tally this stuff up. Um, But also... So let's move on to that point, right? So Lucas is going to meet Haley. Haley says to Nathan, I'm already late. Nathan says, well, you can run later then. That's fine. So Nathan now has caused the problem with the driving and the bus. That was him. Nathan, oh, yeah, he's an ass. He then caused a problem with her being late again. <laughs> Lucas, come up to see where you are. Oh, you've got your tongue down my brother's throat. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's... Like I and Lucas can't play in this game because of his shoulder, you know. It's and it's, it's it's tough for him. I'm saying he he puts himself in a bad spot later when he says to Haley that she looks ridiculous in the cheerleader yeah. outfit. Yeah, bad move. There's no excusing bad that. Move. No excusing that. But we do see where it's come from. I think. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. He's hurt. Definitely. And there is something to be said with Nathan just being like, oh, stay. You could be later. Oh, drive with me. Because they he knows she likes him. Mm-hmm. And so she know, he knows, like, oh, I have this power. Not, not like I'm manipulating you, but I have this power. And also, like, oh, and I also get to win over Lucas, the brother mm-hmm. I just met, slash can't stand. So it's... Yeah. His intentions are, are purely selfish, in a way. Yeah. Right now. Right now. But he didn't inv- I know he didn't invite her. So Nathan didn't invite her. It was No, he didn't. Yeah, it was Lucas he didn't. He that invited didn't. her. And then Nathan yeah. is is, you know, not really not taking taking advantage of the wrong way of saying it, but you know, making the most of having his girlfriend come along. But he didn't invite her. It wasn't him at any no, point. He that didn't. Said, I want you to he come because, you know, we could be in a hotel together and we could do this and we could do that. Is this mm-hmm. just this is just as a result of her saying, Oh, I'm coming along to, you know, with Lucas and we're gonna sit and watch the game together. Right. So she should I... have spent more time with Lucas, who actually invited her. There's, there's part mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's, you know, I agree with you a, a small bit there. But, yeah. But you agreed. saying that yeah. that Haley is to blame for Lucas acting <laughs> the way he did is Nathan outrageous. Outrageous claim. Okay. Well, before that, so if we're sticking with Lucas, they get assigned into the same room. You said you wanted to say something about this, Dom. Uh, you said it had oh, one of your favourite lines oh my god I've forgotten it already oh you should have changed your name mm. oh That's yeah Nathan says you should have changed your name um, yeah. ouch like, that was painful yeah. yeah but they might still have been yeah. in the same room because Karen Rowe so RS Rowe well, yeah <laughs> that's so true that's true you they dumb very fuck Nathan <laughs> <laughs> wow that's why you so need true. a tutor nathan <laughs> <laughs> learn the alphabet but whitey was clearly really happy with that wasn't he like he had oh he loved it. it 
Oh, he sure. loved it. This is just so fun for him. Oh, he was la- like actually laughing out loud yeah. in front of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't care. He's like, have fun. Yeah. It's great. Well, after the point with Lucas um, saying that Haley looked ridiculous, which was really harsh, especially, and I figured, Dom, that you'd have something to say about this. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming that you both are aware of Dom's um, prediction that Haley is in love with Lucas. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a great one. So Dom, did this does this imply further for you because Haley was saying, well remember your last two girlfriends were cheerleaders, you know, so thank you very much. But she like all the way through, even in the corridor when they're looking at each other. Um, when they're having their little row about her being late for pizza and stuff like that, there's there's just moments all the way through all their interactions and and all the little things that she says, um, just gear up to a massive reveal of her always being in love with Lucas. It's happen. It's gonna happen. Convinced. Absolutely convinced. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did uh, what did you both think of the moment of? You look ridiculous in the cheerleading outfit. I mean, it's a despicable thing to say to anyone, right? Like, as in, that's, there's no real way of defending that, right? No. No, and I isn't. think, again, it's just, he's like, oh my God, what's happening? What's ha- Who are you? First Nathan, and now this? Now you're becoming a cheerleader? Now you're becoming like them? And right. it's like, oh, but, you know, and Haley's like, oh, but it's cool that you can date them, but right. I can't and be a part of it. Right, and you're wearing your uniform, too. You're now a, in the on the basketball team, right. so it's the so same it thing. both ways, and exactly. I think he just spoke before he truly thought. Yeah, he's just hurt. And he's just hurt, and he's retaliating. Right. I think we've all been there. Well, I can speak for myself. I've been there when I was younger, and even now, you can't. There's no, there's not suddenly this magical time of now I'm super wise and don't make mistakes. You know, like we all do all of the time. And uh, I think the thing that changes when you're a bit older is you're able to identify your own feelings, where it's coming from. So before your mouth speaks the words into existence, you can think, hang on a minute. I'm upset because this, that and the other that's my issue. I'm not going to put this into somebody else's atmosphere and hurt them with it or whatever. You know, I'm going to work it out myself. But as teenagers or young people or young adults, as we like to say, then they're, uh, you know, they don't have these filters and they don't under, they haven't worked themselves out yet. So I think we can forgive it because we get where it's coming from. And I guess to a certain degree, Lucas was always into basketball. He just wasn't on the team. So, I mean, this is completely foreign for Haley. Not saying that that means it's not okay for her to do, but um, I guess I don't. I don't know if it's fair to compare Lucas on the team to being the same with Lucas uh, Nate Haley in the cheerleading team. Mm-hmm. But I also really right, like seeing her in that because it's like, well, actually. Why Why can't she be popular? And why can't she be liked and with all of these people? Like, she is a great person that deserves all of that. It brings out a new confidence in her as well. Because when Brooke says, hey, tutor girl, that, you know, suits you or whatever. And she's like, yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? And she, she said, there's definitely a, a new sense of, you know, newfound confidence in her. In that the captain of the basketball team is her boyfriend. She's now being accepted by cheerleaders or the so-called the so-called 
popular girls in the school um and Peyton treats her like a really like when she's sort of like grabs her by the head as they walk out when she finally mm-hmm. agrees to to take it on and stuff like that she's and when even at the end when Brooke calls her Haley she's she's finally becoming accepted and she's entering into Nathan's world as much as you know Lucas has already sort of got his foot in the door she's doing the same exactly the same thing um and it it was really nice to see and she's kind of gone about it the right way yeah yeah so where do we move to next with Lucas do we get to uh oh the strip club so much to say when we get to... <laughs> <laughs> oh tim let's wait till we get more towards tim but i guess he has his conversation with jake even that i think let's save that for when we get to jake um then we get to like the game pretty much right um and lucas is rooting for nathan which is nice nathan gives him the little point to say, yeah, the like I got it. fade away was good. Let's leave it there. Oh, we missed <laughs> over the point of Nathan waking Lucas up in the middle at 4 a.m. because he's yeah. playing obnoxiously, playing his little video game. Douchebag move. Um, <laughs> but then he, he, he has the audacity, in my opinion, to say to Lucas, why are you met? You've been a dick to Haley. Fair enough. Supportive of his girlfriend. I like it but also not taking any responsibility for the fact that he is playing a part in it. And then Lucas does, he does feel like he is the one, he is being a dick at this point. Uh, Lucas, I mean, what did we all think of this? Well, I think Nate is a late bloomer (laughs) when it comes to realizing what you were saying earlier of like realizing the place of hurt where it's coming from. Right, his responsibility. And Lucas is always, well, up to this point, Lucas is the more he can get sense of how he's feeling and output how he's feeling. So, and again, I think Nate, honestly, he's just like an instigator. This is yeah, he that's what he likes this, to do. And plus, he like doing. this is his. I was gonna say arch nemesis. I mean, I guess in a way, they, he doesn't he doesn't care if he's really affecting Lucas. No, he point. doesn't care. He doesn't, he doesn't care. care about. So he's that. not going to apologize about it. He's just gonna say, "Just don't mess with my girlfriend." She doesn't deserve to be treated like that. Like, you can treat me like that, but don't treat her like that. But also, playing a video game, put the That's volume rude. off. Turn the volume <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, turn the light off. It Like, you don't need the... <laughs> he's just yeah, immature. He's, he's he started immature. to begin with, Lucas was, like, trying to do some therapy on his arm, and he's listening to his music, and he just goes in and completely turns the boombox off. Yeah. And then Lucas retaliates by turning the TV off. And so it's it's always Nate that instigates it first. Right. Which is so annoying. <laughs> he's such a little turd <laughs> great word he's choice just, he's just that typical and he knows it too he does, he's just like yeah. eh I'm trying to be good but <laughs> but I'm really failing at it I don't care that is kind of a they were kind of acting like brothers in those moments yeah though. definitely definitely like that uh, which is sweet in a way <laughs> there's a uh, my when I was young um, my sister was I think 10 and I was free. It's just seven years older than me. We had these stairs. Dom, you'll remember this from my, our old house. You had like three stairs here going down and then it would get to a little land, tiny landing and then go to like the main stairs, like, you know, 14, 15 stairs down there. And my sister, when I was about three years old, kicked me down the first three stairs 
right? And then as I'm like falling and like about to go down the other stairs, she grabs me from falling down the main stairs. And then she told me for the rest of my life that she, well, she saved my life. She didn't tell me about kicking me down the stairs. That wasn't ever the the focus. The focus was I saved your life. It wasn't. Wow. It wasn't until later that it was perspective. R- perspective. Right. But my point is, is that's the sort of stuff brothers and sisters do, right? <laughs> so. Yep. so true. Definitely. So true. You injure them and instigate retaliate when they instigate you and have then, their back yeah and then at the end of the day you're like don't mess with my sibling yeah no i can mess with them but nobody yeah. else can yeah. <laughs> i can kick them down the stairs but you can't you know yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly and if you do it i'll kick you down the exactly. stairs <laughs> yeah it's so true uh, um and then we get yeah so we get to the game and that's kind of it for lucas and then he has the conversation with Peyton is the only interaction he has with her in the whole episode right at the end in like the parking lot when his mum and her dad are uh, getting friendly which you see that smug face of his though he's what, like do you think that happened because <laughs> he's like wow just so many changes I can't handle maybe, all these changes maybe maybe it's like the final straw for him like oh now my mom's gonna start dating Larry or something are they flirting and he's like oh man he's like oh god is this happening can't catch a break <laughs> how'd you guys take Peyton that? was just like la-di-da <laughs> she didn't care yeah what did you think Dom uh, I, th- I think it's a uh kind of selfish thing isn't it with lucas mm. i think he's quite a selfish character really and that he wants his he, he wants kind of everything in his way um at the moment anyway but as much as you know for, from the beginning he's been fairly humble and quite nice and now he's got to this point where he's on the team and he can kind of get more out of it and he he's now trying to get everything that he wants um but very quickly and he's quite selfish so he wants peyton almost is in a point where he can't have her and then all of a sudden his mum is is developing a relationship with her dad which i predicted by the way just like to put put that out there (laughs) Um, very good we can get back to that Um, (laughs) and it's almost like well if they have a relationship it's going to make things between me and peyton awkward uh so i and also it means that there's going to be nothing with keith um, so right. I think he's in that world of which he would always be Team Keith out of everyone. Yeah. So, so yeah. he's he's said previously that you you know why are you treating Keith like crap? He's not really done anything wrong other than nearly kill me. Um, right. So <laughs> why why can't you just accept it and move on and love him like we all do? Um, <laughs> who the who the hell is Larry? Get rid of Larry. Um, but I think I think it's it's kind of like a like a jealousy thing for him and also about wanting to have Peyton to himself and not have to kind of share that world with Karen mm, and kind of try and too. keep that yeah. separate. That's what I thought anyway. Yeah, yeah I agreed. Good call. Good call. <laughs> so who should we, Dom, your turn. Who next? Well, should we, should we complete Larry and Karen? Okay. Should we do them together? Cause <laughs> they're together the whole episode pretty much. Sure. Where so did, I predicted yeah. a few weeks ago that when, uh, Karen comes back from Italy that she would come back roughly at the same time as Larry comes back from his three week dredging and that they would then have some sort of connection 
and then it didn't happen so we didn't see larry for like a few weeks and then this is when it happened normally everything i predict happened i always say well this will happen in the future and it happens in the next episode um but this is actually well you weren't wrong i wasn't wrong you it's were, actually yeah, actually no, you wrong. turned up yeah. so i'm quite i was quite happy with that when i saw that mm-hmm. what do you think about larry uh, I I know that he is replaced. So oh. I know that the actor is, is, is replaced. Um, because how do you know that? When, when we first started uh, podcasting, we did um, we covered the film Smart House. Which oh, love yeah. Smart House! The, the yeah, apparent Disney classic that I had never yes. I'd yeah. never seen it. No. Makes, sense. makes sense. Makes sense because the dad. Yeah, Simon sense. told yeah. me when we were doing that that he's in One Tree Hill and he plays someone and he replaced them and blah blah blah. Um, yes. So when we actually got to meeting Larry, I then realised that this this guy isn't going to last long. So probably get to the end of season <laughs> one. Uh, and then in season two, Larry's going to come Did we back. like this Larry better than the other Larry? <laughs> I think we liked this Larry better, to yeah. be honest. I quite like so. him. I've got, I've got I no Larry one. Yeah. yeah. I, I really quite like him. Larry. We liked Larry one. And this, yeah. this episode, he was, he was really good. As well, I actually quite liked him. Yeah. I think... He was around, which is a plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know? I think we have to assume, or I'm going to assume anyway, that there wasn't there maybe that there probably wasn't a problem with the actor because i think his performance is fine i think it must have been like a scheduling conflict or something yeah i think so yeah probably i would think so how how does it all begin dom with uh how they, they end up chaperoning well karen is well karen has her sort of interaction with deb at her cafe and deb is just like continuously cleaning the side um and says you know, if you keep cleaning that, we won't need plates, which I thought was quite amusing. Uh, yeah. And then she sort of moves on from that and Keith comes in at that point. And there's this really awkward moment where Keith asks for a coffee because he's obviously not been there for a while and it's very tense between them. And he puts money down and she looks at the money and it's like he doesn't normally pay for coffee. Yeah, he's he's offering money and it's it all feels a bit weird now. I don't really, I, yeah. it just feels so awkward with Keith sort of coming in and he's her. like disconnecting himself from that old life that he once knew because Karen has not really accepted the fact that he could do th- this to her son, which is really sad. But yeah, he's trying to, he's trying to make amends, but he's, she's also trying to give her her space too because he doesn't really know like this is un like uncharted territory. He's never been here before with her, so. It's just him putting the money down. He's like, yeah, I guess I'm going to pay for my coffee because I don't want it. It's like, it's just all really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a slap in the face. Yeah, a slap too. in the face too. Mm. Like, oh, you're not forgiving me. So here. Yeah. Yeah, I paid for your son's medical bills and I guess I have to pay for coffee now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have such a harsh view on, on all of it. <laughs> I should lighten up a little bit maybe. It's very, it's very realistic, though. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I, I actually thought um, Keith looked incredibly awkward walking in, almost like he wasn't expecting Karen to be there. And yeah. he, he sort of, I, I'd said to uh, Simon a few weeks ago that he is almost wet when Karen was away. He's kind of developing that relationship with Deb that they kind of are confidants in each other. Yeah, definitely. Um, and he, when he's like, "Oh, hi, Deb, Karen." Bye, Deb, yeah. Karen. And it was just kind of a really, yeah. like, really awkward moment. But 
she sort of handled it fairly well. She's just like, oh, okay, looks at the money. This is a bit awkward. Why don't you come around for dinner? And this is this is Olive Branch moment, isn't it? This is okay. Let's let's try. Let's try and go back to what we were before. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, okay. Like I, I accept. Are you around tomorrow night? So he was looking forward to potentially being in her good graces again. So. But it didn't happen. Yeah, I know. And then uh, he leaves. And that's when random booster lady walks in and says, oh, great, two boosters, you know, for the price of one. I need to talk to you both. We need extra help. And Debs has got her um, attorney appointment after she's obviously had the, the conversation with Karen about um, Nathan, What you know, what she's done wrong to, for Nathan to want to basically divorce from from both her and Dan uh, and be emancipated and Karen's you know doing the reassuring thing again that she always does and says you know it's, you can't always be perfect it's not your fault kind of thing he'll get over it eventually just give it time um, and then she's asked to kind of come and support with the event and with the, the tournament because she hasn't been involved in anything for so long. And there's a, like this list. Oh, you missed the bake sale. You you missed this. You missed that. You missed that. Which She's was like, oh, funny. fine. What is it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, fine. Yeah, all right. I'll come along. Which I, I thought was really good. And this is when she gets to meet. Does she already know Larry? I can't remember if she already knows him. Or do they meet there? their first meeting. I think it was the first remember. meeting, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, there's, a, there's a moment later on, which like right at the end, when he, Larry meets Keith. And I always just assume that these people know each other, but like right, gone to school it's a small together. Town. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's I suppose there's a few gaps in the net people that slip through. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, then how awkward later on when they when he does meet Keith. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the handshake. I bet he was really squeezing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <hello. laughs> well, they Whitey then. I think Whitey then introduces them to say in the parking lot as they like getting on the bus or whatever to say that they're chaperoning, and they immediately hit it off because um, uh, Karen saying, oh, "I can't believe I've got to make sure they don't break any rules." I used to be one of these kids, and Larry saying, "I've got my beer bong in like the back of the car or whatever." Mm-hmm. Um, and but they immediately have that chemistry, and it's fun and light, and the di- and the opposite of what it has been with Keith, which has been this sort of Definitely. serious flame burning for many years. I almost killed your son, kind of situation. <laughs> and this is kind of a nice weekend away of lightness. Um, and it's just unfortunate for Keith, I think, because, you know, he needs this break. He's got everything going wrong in his life. Dan's bought his business and made him sort of, you know, low in the ranks and, and treating him like garbage. So it is difficult to watch. It is difficult to watch, especially I'm just like, wow, Keith is just so sad. Yeah. It's like a sad sack. I'm like, <laughs> man. And also, you know, Karen makes this date with him and I know she was preoccupied with everything but she waits to call him like to the cancel last minute. Like the last minute and here we go an image of keith trying on a new shirt with a tag on and she's like oh, i'm not gonna make i'm like oh my god like no, that's tortured. really inconsiderate <laughs> it's really inconsiderate yeah that's i was hoping yeah, that, that you that you could help us with some geography here in terms of how far away it is like how far away is houston from is it houston from north carolina I, 
Well, I thought it was Charleston. Oh, Charleston. Yeah, which, which is, is in North, North Carolina. Carolina. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's like a is it like a couple of hours away sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, um, Peyton says it, it would have taken them like 45 minutes to get there in Larry's car, doesn't she? Right. Yeah, the proximity. I don't, I mean, I didn't pull it up, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're like, they're close. fairly close. Yeah. So like, yeah, so she would have had time to just even call from the road or like just to say, hey, you know, I'm not going to be able to make it, so on and so forth. And then rearrange. Let's put a firm date in. What about, what about yeah. next week or about tomorrow or what about whatever? Um, right. Yeah, poor Keith. But he does the, the classic, oh, I was going to have to cancel anyway, you know. Sure. Save face. Cover your bases. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh god. I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't want her to know that I was buying Sad. a new shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they do the nine o'clock checks or whatever for the curfew, um, and then they get told off by Whitey in sort of a classic misdirect of you think that Whitey's sort of telling off the players and the cheerleaders and whatever but or not the cheerleaders they weren't there but the players but actually he's telling off the chaperones dom i expected that you love this because whitey was shouting and you love it when whitey <laughs> shouts <laughs> it was a great moment i think he's fantastic he can he can do no wrong in my eyes <laughs> oh, what did you what did you both think of of that oh it was great it was hysterical i really i laughed out loud i was like oh of classic whitey and then the the two parents like scrunched on the couch like giggling at each other like well, we, we messed up but we, we're not that afraid of him kind of thing yeah it them was, taking it, was it lightly it was, it was yeah just very i like funny. that i like that a lot yeah good like elbow nudges as well which i thought was really mm-hmm. good yeah just like oh it's your fault sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> uh and then we've spoken about karen's conversation with brooke and then that's pretty much it for them too, isn't it? And then they just have a little, they're being watched by their children in the parking lot. And then that's that's kind of them wrapped up. Is there anything that we missed there? No, it's only the bit where they're at the end yeah, together. So. They're in the cafe. They're quite oh, yeah. cozy. Right, they and then that's when he chat. meets Keith. And then Keith comes yeah. in, yeah. Uh, firstly, Keith's mm-hmm. like sort of vest body warmer thing. I really liked it. I thought nice. Yeah. Good colours on you, nice Keith. On yeah. Earth colours autumnal. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking it's autumn from what they're wearing. I thought, yeah, you're looking good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Slab yeah. of beef. It was a Eek. good vest. Eek. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like in the past we've talked about that basketball season, at least for us here, is generally winter. Yeah. So it's funny seeing them like prepare in like the summer into the fall for basketball and like for us that would be football. Mm. Or for you. No. Yes. I was gonna be like, it's gonna be soccer, but yeah. um, No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, football. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, football slash soccer starts yeah. kind of September so. time and then goes all the way through to May. Yeah. I just remember us having like a gripe with that. <laughs> many moons ago on tree hall talk yeah, talking about like we, what time frame is it we have no idea at all times we had yeah, no idea no what idea time frame it was the season was and so we're like oh basketball it must be winter but nope they do basketball all year round <laughs> in one tree hall, so yeah. <laughs> well our, our basketball uh season in our like local leagues and whatever follows the nba so it's like october to april so i think um like April being like the playoffs, um, so yeah, I yeah. think it's the the same. But uh, but that does makes it yeah, it does kind of year round for them. 
But, um, yeah. That bit at the end anyway. is incredibly <laughs> awkward for Keith. Feel sorry for him. Uh, and again, they just have this natural chemistry and Larry sort of is like, oh, don't keep this one up after midnight. Like, there's so much about that one line that implies so much. Like one. You're, yeah, Keith's like, oh, man. <laughs> you're with Karen after midnight too. Like it's so friendly, this one. But it's, yeah, it's, that's difficult to watch. But mm-hmm. what's yeah. your prediction, Dom? You haven't given us any predictions yet. <laughs> what, for Karen and Larry? Karen, Larry, and Keith. What's your prediction for that? Uh, Keith. So we did a when we did our bonus episode, we talked about the like five people we would have on our basketball team who are going to be the five key players, and I didn't pick Keith, and I didn't pick Keith mostly on the basis of this episode. So Keith, Keith has been right up there for me, right up there, but he's on a like real downturn at the moment, and he's really struggling, and I'm finding it difficult to to connect. I need it. I need. I need the OG Keith back. Come on, Keith. So, you know, he plays basketball with his Timberlands on. He, you know, he, <laughs> he gives no shits. He's he's quite happy to punch Dan in the face, you know. Or try um, to. Or try to, yeah. Um, I I loved it when he threw the basketball at the um, cardboard cutout of Dan. Wait, should, should, we, yeah. should we, should, before you give your prediction, actually, sorry, I mean, should we just quickly wrap up Keith and Dan? Because they're, they're kind of sure, together yeah. and then you can give your prediction on all of the adults, basically. <laughs> all the grown-ups. Yeah. What, who, who wants to tell us about Keith and Dan? Come on now. Don't be shy. Oh, okay. So, Keith, the, the body shop has been purchased by Dan. Which, like, oh, Dan offered to buy it Dan from him. Dan offers to buy it and tells Keith, don't worry, like, you're still in charge, which is like, okay, we know that's not true. And pretty much guts the place, adds in this, all this technology and new parts, hires new people. And Keith is failing because he doesn't understand the new machinery. He's trying to go through the manuals and he's taking forever. I don't remember if the guy was given a name, but the the guy who's in charge it's when supposed Dan's to be like his, not around. his second and ha- a second in right is like oh we're getting it's slower than we thought because of he doesn't say it but he looks yeah like he makes a reference to Keith right so Keith is losing this part of his and Dan I gotta say I miss Dan I missed watching Dan so much yeah did you like seeing Dan oh Dan? yeah he's so evil it's my so goodness good. <laughs> just wanna punch him yeah but also but like, in the best way yeah I mean best Dan way. becomes one of our favorite characters I think on Tree Hall Talk we talked about that all the time but he's just he knows what to say at all times he's always on top of everything and then saying well maybe you should take some community courses to figure this out. And Keith's like, I don't want to listen to you. Like, don't lecture me. And I'm the big brother. And you're the one who's coming at me trying to tell me what I should do. And Dan's just always, ugh. He's always trying to manipulate the situation. And then he does everything. Now it's Dan Scott Motors, like auto body shop. So everything, it just, he just takes over. And, and Keith, I think a part of him knew that, that that was going to happen. But maybe there was like a shred of hope in him that maybe my brother would let up a little bit and I let me do this. What I was kind of what you were saying, Dom, in this episode, and obviously I'm just trying to think of everything in this one episode yeah. and where we've been up to. At this point, right, for me, I'm kind of feeling it's hard to feel bad for Keith. And not that I'm siding with Dan, but how much long how longer are we gonna go through this? 
Right, like um, get your life together. Yeah, okay, you should now you're losing this and you lost it with Karen and you screwed up and it's like wah wah wah. I can't I'm bro. Right. So like is Dan saying sad, these sad. things to kind of like point finger at you like you're not doing this or is it some way twisted that he wants this for his brother like you need to get your shit together oh well, i don't know about well, that well no but also it's the truth and the yeah. keith doesn't want to have to hear the truth from his evil younger brother <laughs> so more True. successful brother and you know the brother that was married to or you know knocked right. up the woman that he loves and it's just it's always dan getting the things and keith doesn't he, he's not winning. He's, he's always not, a yeah, step he's, behind. Yeah, exactly. I love though when Dan comes into the body shop and he's just carrying a cardboard cutabout. But him himself. in the mechanics yeah. outfit, which I think is so, so funny. Freaking good, Dan having a cutout. Of like himself. he wouldn't put a mechanics uniform on and go get dirty and work on some cars. But yeah, and then Keith throws a basketball at it. I love that. Yeah. So, what did you guys think of Keith in this episode? I know you talked a little bit about it, Dom. But Simon, how are you feeling? Well. So that was great analysis. I kind of I get got lost. This happens so often when we have guests on. I was just like I felt like I was listening to an episode of Tree Hill Tree Hill Talk, but seeing it at the same time. So that's like different. It's great. Uh, I thought that uh, I agree with everything that you both said. And Keith's one of my favorite characters, but he is he does need to just pull his socks up it's a very british thing to say um and just <laughs> i like it <laughs> and just get on with it um I, he had some of my favorite lines of the episode he said something like it's on the computer and he said just pay my taxes they're gonna download some <laughs> tunes <laughs> like, and when dan's all up in his face he's like you might want to just step you know three feet back and all that sort of stuff yeah. i thought was really good um I liked him playing basketball as well with his bandana on, and I, he probably had the Tims on Dom, and uh, yeah, gets it. He, he got a nice layup, nice little like you know finger roll layup. Like, let's go, Keith. You were okay, you know, on the team. You were, yeah. He was pretty good in his day. Yeah. He was, and and he even has the courage. Like, you know what, Dan? Because Dan comes out and yells at them for playing basketball for taking a break. Right, right, right. And he quits, mm. and he's just like. Nope. You can have it. So you're like, okay, here's an ounce of confidence. Here's an ounce of like your integrity is there. And then it's just gone because now Karen might be flirting with Larry. Like, come right, on. Right, right, right. right. Like, get it together, Keith. Come on. <laughs> well, we said on a previous episode, uh, I don't know how many episodes ago it was, and I've and we've had listeners re- like writing in to request. I haven't told you this, Dom, I don't think to request that we do this but there's a moment where keith winked at dan um like it's probably like five episodes ago now and we loved it so much it was kind of this like evil wink but it was perfect and i said on the podcast (laughs) i'm going to make it into a gif 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 whatever it is Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and we had people, I haven't done it, I had people writing in being like, when will this be available? (laughs) (laughs) Please hurry up and make this gift, we're waiting. uh, There was a moment, the opposite moment of that, where Dan, and Paul Johansson is such a great actor and plays this character so well with his his perfect hair. That's not acting, that's his perfect hair. (laughs) <laughs> but he does the the most obnoxious, horrible. Like when he says, "Okay, I make this shot. You guys, you guys go back to work." Hits the shot, and then he does the sort of. He's like, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. Get in there, like, 
Well, it was like, but it was so perfect. Perfect. So it was so perfect. So perfect. I was like, wow, I would listen to him if he did that to me. Like, I, I don't know, just something about him. He's just so char- charismatic. Yeah. Like, just everything in a bad or good way. You know, it's just, he, he, he just got it. He's just yeah. got it. <laughs> His voice is really perfect as well. That sounds like an odd thing to say. Um, but uh, I had a, a cameo from him. Do you know the cameo we can get? And, yeah, uh, we did it with Misha Barton actually. So, yeah, we yeah. had Misha Barton do it. I saw for us, it, which was, it was awesome. very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was he said he said my name in full, uh, which I won't say here, but uh, you know, yeah. but the way he said it, uh, it was really cool. Like I thought, I I might see if I can make that an alarm or something every morning. It's like <laughs> Simon, but, uh, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a bit creepy. More I think about it, but that's. Uh, <laughs> As in, it's a bit obsessive that I would do that. Anyway, the um, I think all of that was brilliant. I, I like the line that Dan said to the guy that's like in charge of the body shop when he's like, hey, I expect this from Keith, but you're supposed to be me when I'm not here. I thought that was pretty good, actually, in terms of because he is a businessman and he's a good yes. businessman. Dom, you always say this, don't you, that you think he's a good businessman. Yeah, it was one of my other predictions as well that he would, when Keith put the um, business up for sale, that he would buy it and that Keith would then have to report to someone and that this would always be the plan. I'm so glad that 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 happened uh, in in terms of a prediction, not not that it's happened to Keith. But uh, from, I'm so happy that, uh, like Michelle, you said it first and then it's gone around, gone around the room or the virtual room that, that (laughs) Keith needs to, you know, like you said, Simon, pull his socks up and really sort his life out. Come on, mate. Be a bit positive and have a bit of energy because, you know, the whole the whole point of this and everything that Keith has, has said up until now and looking after Lucas is, you know, things can be a bit shitty sometimes, but you just got to head through it and get on with it and, sort you know, sort yourself out at the other end. And he's he's really not doing that at the moment. And this is why he's he's on the bench for me. He's not He's not <laughs> on my team at the moment. Is Dan on your team? Dan made it. Dan yeah, I would put team. him on my basketball team, team for too. sure. Yeah, for sure. He's a great player, and he's a great, you know, everything. Yeah. He's good at everything, pretty much. I, so. I I really like Dan's line there as well. When he so the line that he said to his manager, "Oh, you know, you're supposed to be the me when I'm not here," and then he says, "Hey, Axel Rose, get back to work or something." Yeah, like yeah. That. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Which is brilliant. Well, also. Another line of if Dan Scott, it's a name people trust. Yeah. Oh, mm. which is like so. so which is oh, it's so, so backhanded. Funny. Like, <laughs> so but going back to him saying you should, you could go to community college and learn, and he's like, no, it's it's all it's mostly how the mechanic is. It's all about the mechanic. And it's like, well, can, right? He's like, choosing... cars never change. No, I know, but it's like you're choosing not to further your education. Like you're choosing. Right. I get it. You don't want to give in to Dan, but you're also not doing anything to better your life. So. Yeah. I'm out yeah. for you. Yeah, true. Yeah. He's just he's not willing to uh evolve, is he? Right. He's not he's That's not moving right. along with the times. He's just, you know, sticking with it. Yeah. Um seeing Keith with that get up was like seeing Craig. I know. In real life. <laughs> That's what he looks like at all times with the headband. Shaggy hair. <laughs> so, yeah, shaggy it was hair. I was like, wow, he's like in his element here. Classic yeah. classic Craig, but <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. So and then, so we kind of end up with Keith uh, 
he quits and that's kind of, and then we had that interaction at the end so and then deb is barely in this episode we've i think we've spoken about her only yeah. bit anyway is that she was gonna meet with her attorney so she wasn't gonna go to the uh so she wasn't able to chaperone so dom give us give us your predictions for the adults uh, I think the next episode has to be Dan, Deb, and Nathan centric for for their side of the story. So we need to go back to the emancipation, to the apartment, to all all of that side of things. So it's going to be probably a bit of to in and fro in between Deb and Dan again, and then uh, with probably with little to no resolution. That that feels like a storyline that will go on for a little while longer. <laughs> um, although now I've said that, it'll probably happen like in the first five minutes of the next episode um i think keith will continue in this little slump and karen will eventually find out that he doesn't that dan's bought the garage that he doesn't work there anymore and she's going to be like i told you not to do something stupid or something that you'd regret um and you've gone and done it and try and maybe give him a bit of a reality slap but I also think she's going to start developing more of a relationship with Larry. Larry's going to keep coming to the cafe and making, you know, reasons to, to go and see Karen. So that there's going to start being that connection there. Nice. We all, that was it. We De- all that, that was it, really. That was all of them, wasn't it? It's good. Do we have any <laughs> more comments, Michelle or Alyssa, on the adults before we move back into the, the young adults? No, I think I'm good on that. I had to say my piece about Keith, and I feel good. (laughs) (laughs) So who should we who should we go into next? We've still got Nathan. We've still got Peyton. It's your turn, right? Okay, Uh, I'm gonna say let's do Peyton, (laughs) and I think when whilst we do Peyton, we could probably tick off Jake as well. Um, Yeah, yeah, probably. And then because this is this is what always happens when we get to these points. By the time we get to the next couple characters, we've spoken about the majority of their bits already, and then we just fill in the blanks, and then we're there. So okay, so Peyton, we've spoken about most of her stuff. I think the bits that we didn't talk about was when she gets into the room, the hotel room with uh, Brooke. That she goes to open a middle door that's like joining the two rooms. At the same time, Jake opens the door and he sort of makes a joke of like the bow, chicka bow wow. Like it's like a. Yeah, that was funny. funny. I was going to say, we found this funny. Yes, Dom, how did you find this? Yes. Uh, You've beaten me to my favorite line. (laughs) (laughs) The episode is the bow, chicka wow wow. Did you order room service? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was, I it liked was it. funny. I thought I that thought was really it was, funny, yeah. especially because from Jake is good. Right, yeah. I liked it. It was good. Brooke, Brooke was not impressed, but <laughs> no, no, no. So like, shut no. the door. <laughs> She's too preoccupied. They go into Jake's room, and Peyton and Jake are talking for a second, and it, uh, Jake, it looks like he's about to tell Peyton that there's been like you know that Nikki has returned. Uh, which you know we don't know much about at this point, uh, and <laughs> oh, Dominic, and then <laughs> <laughs> just sweet Tom, just so good, so good. So they, uh, yeah, and then she goes back. Peyton goes back. We've sort of spoken about all of that. Peyton is the one that chooses the song uh, and really helps Brooke. She also threatens the head the captain of the bear creek 
cheerleader. Yeah, she gets in her face. Yeah, which is a good moment. Um, that's kind of it, isn't it? Is there anything else that we're missing, really, that we haven't touched on already? Were you guys... I know you're not big fans of Peyton, so was this episode just gave you more fuel? I, I was actually going to say I quite liked her in this episode. Oh, good. Oh, good. I actually thought the whole... Um, the the kind of badgering she did with Brooke, uh, like you know, I've, I'm trying to be your friend and and this that and the other was was quite good. And there's the nice moment we kind of overlooked it. Um, when we when we talked about Brooke, where Brooke says, "Oh, you know, both of you to you to Peyton and Haley, you can join us in the pool, sort of thing. You're you be included." There's like really good moments like that, but the defending of Brooke was good and coming up with the music going oh it's a remix no one else is going to have this and it was Kung Fu Fighting what a great great song yeah. to use um actually yeah I, I really enjoyed her in this in this episode because she wasn't being sad and sitting in front of a webcam scribbling <laughs> over someone else's over, someone else's artwork yeah and I don't think we talked about it but then at the end Brooke says to Peyton like look this was just a weekend but from what i like from now on, I, we're not friends. Uh, and that's so. when Peyton says, y- "You know, uh, you might not be my friend, but I'm, I'm yours." Something, I'll always like be that. yours. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. which was a really yeah. nice moment, and it actually just shows that she does care. And as much as y- you know, you can't help who you fall in love with, and and who you fall for. But it, you know, I'm it's always going to be your very friend. True. And so Simon had said to me uh, previously that uh, a line that's come up a couple of times is, "Hose over bros." And I thought I thought very much that that was gonna that was gonna come up again in this episode, but it it, it kind of did, like in theory, but not actually said. Um, but it was very much a you know Payton's gonna you know stick her neck out and still support Brooke, but still be that little bit, um, kind of antagonistic towards her as well because she's always like that anyway. She's just trying to be her like natural self and playful self around Brooke, and Brooke's kind of not taking it until later on in the episode and then we go we switch back to no we're not we're not going to get on anymore and then Peyton's like well you might feel like that but I will always look out for you because you're my best friend which I really great I thought she did really well yeah yeah she's handling it as best she can I guess right I thought she was good in this episode as well actually um I thought she like for everything that you just said Dom um but she was resilient and allowed Brooke to treat her that way. I mean, she bit back a couple of times, but not really. But it's sort of, she knew that she deserved it to a certain degree. And uh, I, yeah, I thought she showed good character in this one. So I'm with it. I'm with it. Cool. Uh, <laughs> should we move on to... Oh, no, Alyssa, it's back to you. Your choice. Were you going to say Nathan? Because I, we can go no, with no, Nathan. No, no, no. This is your choice. <laughs> no, I, I like Nathan. We'll do that. I, I hope I, I feel like I've influenced What you. else did we forget? <laughs> did we not me- mention about Nathan? Uh, well, he gets the winning shot. We said about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Oh, the strip club. We haven't spoken about the strip. The strip. Should, should we should we add in Tim to Nathan? <gasps> just add him in. Just add him in. Yeah, just add in Tim <laughs> and just that whole funny thing but of course this is what would happen so they go tim's like oh man if we all chip in i'm gonna grease the bouncer and we'll get in and so they go of course they get in and of course they get in they're like oh man this actually worked out tim like go tim go tim (laughs) and then lucas just to have 
just to go back to Lucas and Jake sit at a table together. Separate, yeah. Separate. And this just made me laugh because Jake is drinking water and he's like, man, on other nights, it'd be something different. And it's like, bro, you're 16. You're 16. <laughs> like, I get it. You have, you know, the Jenny's mom and all of that is happening. And, and Jake is always there to give the sound advice mm-hmm. to Lucas. And so I really liked that scene. But then what we find out <laughs> When the lights come on, they're like, wow, does this crowd look different? It's all women. It's yeah, it like Chippendales. It's like yeah. male strippers. It was funny. It was ladies' night. Ladies' night. Yeah. Well, I said this to Dom. <laughs> and all the guys are like, oh, oh, closing their <laughs> eyes. I said this to Dom in our last episode that I found, and I didn't say it didn't detract points for me. Like, I still enjoyed it. Uh, but I said that I found Jake and Peyton's conversations to be super obnoxious. I said, in fact, it's not just over the border of obnoxious. They have work visas and they're working there for the year. Like, as in, because they're so, like, they, they, everything is so, they think they're so adult. And it's like, yeah, okay, you've got a kid. I get it. You have a kid. That is a big deal. But you're also, you're like 16. You know, you don't know anything right, about Right, like, how yet. could you get it? Well, okay. The, yes, the, the show, a lot of this adult matters happen. I mean, not to jump to Nathan, but we can't. I mean, gets his own apartment <laughs> at 16? This would never happen. I actually forgot that this happened in season one, like oh, yeah. episode oh, yeah. 17. Like, I've, I was like, that's right. This, That's correct. This does happen. He's like, right yeah, now. I got uh, something about his first. I drowned, I took out from my savings. I got my first Yeah, like how much could you be having saved at 16 or even have a damn job? (laughs) Yeah. How could you have anything saved? Unless it's like your inheritance or something. I I don't know where he's getting that money from. Allowance. It's birthday money. Yeah. Birthday money. Birthday money. Whatever it is. (laughs) Grandma money. Yeah. Like that much. I don't know how much rent in North Carolina for a studio apartment is, but at 2000, what is this? Three? Four? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I also noticed and 500 bucks? I don't know. Maybe hopefully you'll be able to help me with this because when he gets and we're jumping over to Nathan now, but when he's in the apartment at the end and he sort of looks round, we see a fireplace in the left-hand corner. Yeah. I don't remember seeing that fireplace any time in the future or is that I feel like that's a different apartment or is that just me? I feel like you could be right. Because I don't recall no, anything don't... happening with a fireplace. No, I, I kind of remember their his apartment very strongly. Yeah. You walk in and you have like the kitchen. I don't remember. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I think it's different. I think they must have. This was bare bones too. There's no furniture in it or anything. So yeah, uh, yeah it, could, it could very well be a different apartment. Yeah. Okay. But how nice to get a fireplace in your, your studio apartment, Lovely. you know? <laughs> Who gets that? Yeah. Well, so... Uh, yeah, so Jake's having the conversation with Lucas. He's telling her that the mum's coming back up, but we don't, there's no divulging any names or anything. Like, Dom, at any point did you think that the, that the name Nikki might be brought up at this point, or? Well, I thought he would have said it when he's at the table with Lucas. Mm. Um, but then he immediately goes, oh, I don't want to talk about her because, you know, kind of stresses me out sort of thing. And it's, I just want to get away from all that it's very rare i get a weekend off or to myself or to to do this kind of thing and to pretend to drink vodka ridiculous 
It's so ridiculous. I always feel like it's a weight. Lucas is like, ah, oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have a kid at 16. It was a waste of lime. The lime on the glass is a waste of that lime. Yeah. Get it off and get out and go home. <laughs> get out. <laughs> well, when it's, uh, there was a couple lines that were like ADR'd in, like where the, you can tell they're over editing. They've just added, they've overdubbed it. The Axel Rose one was one of them because it was at an odd angle. You couldn't, did you notice that, Dom? You couldn't see that. I, I noticed it on this one. I, I never noticed it normally, but I did on this one. And there was another one when Nathan and Lucas were on the river court. There's one that's added in where Nathan's walking off, where Lucas said, you're not going to make it to the rack or something like that. And as Nathan's walking off, he goes, oh, I will make it to the rack. And they just added that in for context, I guess. And then the other one was about greasing the bouncer. And he said, I'm going to grease the bouncer. And then Nathan, it's added in. And he says, oh, and then after you've greased him, you can bribe him or something. Yeah. <laughs> Get us in or something like that. I didn't even catch that. Uh, okay. Yeah. So then what else happens with Nathan that we haven't touched on? Uh, that's pretty much it. They get he gets pushed in well, the pool. Yeah, yeah, he gets pushed in the pool, and then at the end, where after the game, Nate, Lucas, and Haley, mm. it's kind of a civil triangle. Yes, they have a place. conversation, and Haley gets super excited. And Nate's like, "Hey, don't feel pump yeah. the brakes." Yeah, yeah, relax. You know, like we can be civil with each other. I think but... he says like, "Oh, relax, matchmaker." Yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, ah, any shred of hope. And it's a little brothers. bit of progress. Just yeah, shows just a little bit. bit of progress there. Yeah. What did we all think of Nathan's Sean John leather jacket? I mean, that was so the time, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't Ugh. personally like it, but... <laughs> yeah, not... yeah, I <laughs> but I remember, I recall, I mean, all the kids in high school wore those, too, so... Sean John's making yeah. a comeback. Ooh. It's making a comeback. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it is I'm not even joking Simon the style icon no <laughs> I used to have loads of Sean John stuff in this era it was I, I used to wear this stuff too I don't doubt but, it but, yeah uh, it was on TV the other day they were advertising Sean John for I think it's like ASOS like I don't know if you have that there but it's basically oh yeah, yeah ASOS yeah, yeah. they're like pushing it on TV so I think it's making mm. a comeback wow Puffy's right. coming back He's trying to make that coin. I was going to say, he's got to make some money. <laughs> Bad boy for life. So, and then I guess, oh, mouth. Let's talk about mouth. Mouth. Oh, mouth. He's just such a sweetie pie. I know, we're all just taking a moment. Oh, just a moment yeah. for mouth. I I really, like, I, did you, did you used to watch him on Boy Meets World? You remember he was Minkus on Boy Meets World? Yeah. Oh, Loved Boy Meets World. Best. It's the best. Dom, did you watch Boy Meets World? Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember it very well. I remember watching it a long time ago. Well, Mouth was in it as like like the sort of brainy, sort of nerdy kid. Yeah, kind of like a similar Minkus. type character to Mouth in a way. He's like maybe the more grown up version of Minkus I would as say Mouth, but like less nerdy. Less, yeah. As I use air quotes. Yeah, nah, I don't like that word. I don't but, like that word either. You no. know, less, less, um, well, I just had the word and it just escaped me. You know what I mean now. <laughs> <laughs> what is the word? Studious. Studious, Studious? that works. No. Yeah. yeah. Into his studies. Yeah. Focused. Right. There you yeah. go. 
That's yeah, good. Minkus was very much into his studies. So, Mouth a little bit, but not so as much. So did you guys like the fact that Mouth went off, learned the dance moves, brought it to the girls? Did you like that storyline of it? Dumb. <laughs> I, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was actually <laughs> genius, the, the fact that he came back. Because if anyone had said to me, so what do they do? I'd be like, they do like this. And they do. I, <laughs> yeah, I, you would I, have I'd no idea. Horrendous. I'd be like, oh, I filmed it because it's just easier. I'll just watch that. And he <laughs> yeah. just went full routine. Um, and he did it in double denim as well. Which <laughs> yes. Was, yes. Like super double weighty denim. double denim as well, um, <laughs> which I thought was great. And he actually did like a flip. Um, I only yeah, have one it was question. pretty impressive. I have one question. Was it actually him that did that? Or it what? looked like it was him. It did. I was... I don't know if it was necessarily a flip, but it was it was kind of like that the, the handstand yeah. to yeah. Yeah. Because the, the the double leg jump, we'll call it. We like that. The uh straddle, yeah. Yeah, that, that didn't that was like let's move that the I camera don't think as far him. away as possible. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that was yeah. And then yeah. But, but the the flip thing I I think it was him because it they kinda of panned to his face immediately after them doing it, so and I'm yeah, the, to think the little, of anyone the little butt shake. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. really good, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm trying to think of anyone ever asked him in conventions that we yeah. came to about that. I know they said thing. it was like an ongoing joke that he was a good dancer. He told us that. Yeah, and that yeah. James is a terrible dancer. And so they like to play it up that like and so Mouth always did these it, it continues. There are other dance moves that he does on this show, so just stay tuned. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh I think it was just like an ongoing joke. They're like, Yeah, let's just put Leon dance dancing again. Because he's good. Yeah, he's great. He's got great rhythm. Yeah. He's very. He's a natural. I I love it. I loved it. I loved it. I and I, you mentioned it, Michelle, earlier when he's like dancing while he's watching it in the audience. Uh, it's brilliant. Yeah, love him. And then I. <laughs> he's like so proud. Yeah, exactly. He contributed to the trophy. He then Brooke even says, mm-hmm. and he says, "Can we trade it off weeks?" And she says, "No, no, no." <laughs> She's like, "Hell no." <laughs> So who else have we got then? It's just uh, we've spoken about. It's only Haley we haven't officially covered, but I think I think right. we've kind of covered everything with her. I mean, is there any other comments on Haley? <laughs> I think it's funny how many times Nathan mentions like, "Ah, oh, like you in that uniform," or "We're alone in the hotel room," and like he knows her, and she's like, "Oh, stop it." I just no, think it's funny. It's just know. a funny dynamic. I don't know. Well, well that was yeah. a question He's I very, uh, about these you know. two is, is that Haley is being very open about being a virgin. And then right, we, get yeah. to, we get to this episode and I, I'm, I'm now not sure. I, 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 I'm still of the mind that she is still a virgin and, and they haven't slept together yet. Oh, right. Because of the whole he comes back to her house and you didn't know if they slept together that yeah. night. And then you find out that right. it was kind of they just sort of cuddled all night and he uh, she right, looked right, after right. him because he was very vulnerable and weak and stuff like that yes. and, and now i'm at like he he keeps bringing it up he always brings it up and it's kind of he's always said oh what you know when you're ready i'll be ready which is <laughs> something that we made a, a bit of a joke about because it's just like you know when you're ready in your time i'm definitely going to be ready <laughs> any day or um, night don't worry about me because i'm going to be ready <laughs> yeah yeah i'm there i'm there <laughs> i'm already waiting yeah. Um, yeah, you can. He's definitely itching. He's getting the the itching, yeah. scratching. What's the scratch? Yeah. <laughs> so by this point, and she's like, "Oh, Nathan." Is she still? So we're saying she she hasn't yet. They haven't. Yet. I'm. Well, I won't confirm okay. or deny anything. You make so that prediction. You can make my your friend. prediction. I, I'm saying they haven't. 
<laughs> yet. What? So what? Yes, it just was funny because they were they had a hotel room to themselves for a moment or two, so could have could have potentially happened. <laughs> it is nice that Nathan and Haley are. It's all going so well, like as in their relationship. Besides the like, the beginning where it was you know Rocky here and there getting together since basically since that episode where he was like you know, dehydrated and collapsed on the court and everything. Their relationship has been super smooth. Uh, oh, yeah, pretty smooth. There there was a, there was that one bump where he had told her that it was all a ploy to get at Lucas. Sure. Yeah. Apart from that, oh, for the yeah. most point, That's... pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Dom, okay. what is your predictions for the young adults? And then we will move into judgments. <laughs> Okay, uh, I don't know whether Haley's going to pursue the cheerleader thing. I'm not sure. Maybe she'll get talked into it. Maybe it'll be Peyton saying, "Oh, you know, you did really well. Maybe you should you should consider it." And I think she'd think about it as well. Uh, Nathan is going to be in his flat. Hopefully, furnish it and have somewhere to sit <laughs> at least. Um, and he's got to have his whole thing with Dan. I actually think Dan is going to cut him off. I think Dan will go, you want to be divorced from us, you don't get any of the benefits of being my son. So I'm going to take all your money away. I'm going to take, you know, your allowances away. I'm going to take this away, take that away. You you want to you want to be separate from us, you got to fend for yourself. So Nathan has got to grow up pretty quickly. Um, so that maybe the next episode is about that. Okay, I, I now, uh, although I pay the deposit and I can pay first month's rent, I now need to start thinking about how I'm going to pay the next month's rent and so on and so on and so on. Uh, Peyton, Brooke, and Lucas is a difficult one. I kind of think Lucas is gonna stray to the the Nikki side of things. Maybe there's got maybe a moment between Lucas and Nikki that Jake sees, or mm-hmm. or the other way around. Lucas sees Jake and Nikki, and kind of puts two and two together, and and it all gets a bit awkward between them. Um, but they'll sort it out in the end because they're buddies. Uh, I th- I still think Jake and Peyton. There's something there. There's a little connection there, isn't there? So there'll be something between them. But Brooke, I d- I don't know where Brooke's gonna go. Not sure. Not sure. Well, we that's it. We, that's my... we will see. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. We will see. Mm-hmm. All right, Alyssa and Michelle, do you have anything else to say on this episode before we get into our judgments? As far as the episode goes, I don't think so. I think we hit, we you guys hit everything. Yeah. So. Hello and welcome to Ten Thirty Productions. He just became a raven. Welcome to Prisneyland, fish. Our network is made up of two podcasts: The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast covering each individual episode of the show, and Fox River, a Prison Break podcast covering each individual episode of the show. All of our podcast episodes are free on all podcast platforms. But if you'd like to support us on our podcast journey, then we have free Patreon tiers with bonus content and ways to connect with us that we would love to share with you. All of our Patreon tiers include all of our podcasts. The first tier, Junior Varsity or The Yard. Get on the train, please. Get on the train. You will receive one week early release on all episodes, Ravens and Fox River. 
as well as exclusive access to our One Tree Hill monthly bonus episodes, our Prison Break monthly bonus episodes, access to the Mighty 90s movie and TV podcast episodes, and a patron shout-out on the podcast. The second tier, Varsity. Look, I've got an opening in my lineup. Varsity. Chance of a lifetime. What do you say? Or Gen Pop. Popping off up in G-Pop! All of the perks from Junior Varsity and The Yard and join us live on a bonus episode, Ravens or Fox River, to have your say and ask questions, as well as access to monthly Q&A video sessions. And the final tier, Hall of Fame or The Hole. When you call a piece of white trash who couldn't pass the cops exam and now makes less than a mailman. A CO. If there's anyone out there that loves our work this much, then we want to speak with you. So you get all of the previous perks and we will invite you on to co-host an episode of the podcast with us. We appreciate any level of support from you listening right now to any of our Patreon tiers. We love doing this and we appreciate you all. You can find the Patreon link in the description or at ravenshoops.net. Let's go, let's go. Ravens on three. One, two, three, Ravens! Hey, Upper East Siders. Welcome to Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz, an OG fan of the teen series who watched it live back when it aired in 2008. And I'm Michelle, a newbie to the show, so I have no idea what's to come, including who Gossip Girl is. What a gem. What a gem. We also had our good friend Ingrid join us for the first season of the podcast as well. So, if you like ridiculous ship names... A special drink paired with the episode. Or maybe just hearing old friends dissect this teen drama in all of its glory. This may be the pod for you. You can join us 30-something-year-olds every Thursday as we unnecessarily (laughs) dive deep into an episode of Gossip Girl. We are currently starting season four of the show, and we cannot wait for you to hear some fun changes. More guests, more predictions, and more drama. I mean, this is Gossip Girl after all. You can find us on all social media platforms at 3 Gossip Girls Pod and listen on whichever podcast platform you enjoy. XOXO! <laughs> okay, so to our judgments. So, uh, as the way that this works is we'll go through and everyone can give their own individual judgments across. We have a couple different criteria, which I probably should have told you before we recorded the podcast, but it's fine. We'll work it out. And then when we get to our final rating, which is out of 10, we all have to agree on it. And if we don't gotcha. agree, we have to fight and argue until we get to an agreement. I, I really thought it. you were going to say, if we don't agree, we have to force Dom into agreeing with us. Yeah, <laughs> that's usually what happens. Yeah, we have so far, just so you're aware, most of our ratings rate between the lowest we have is a six and the highest we have is a 10. We do have a 10. Uh, oh, you mo- have a 10. Most of them are like eights or nines. So that's sort of, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, we'll go we'll go around in the order of where you are on the screen. So... Alyssa, who was your favorite performer of the episode? So which actor gave the best performance for you? Mm. I got to give it to Sophia. Because I think she plays a a great per- a person who's very vulnerable, a person who's very feisty, but then the scene where she breaks down with the picture, I love the way she portrayed just the raw emotion on her on her face and 
her even accepting Peyton during the weekend and then when they come back to school, her saying, well, you know, that was kind of a temporary thing and I'm not really ready to forgive you. I think that's all very real. And I mean, uh, Sophia Bush is a queen and I love the way she portrayed Brooke throughout the entirety of the series. So I got to give it to her. Nice. Michelle? Man, Liz, that was a great answer. Sorry, <laughs> Michelle. <Sophia is> so <laughs> I will go with Paul Johansson. Ooh, good one. As Dan, because he is just the epitome. He portrays the epitome of conniving and evil and manipulative in this way that is so entertaining. And yet you still want to keep watching and you don't actually really hate him. Right. You love to you hate love him. you love to hate him and you, we need him in this show. Yeah. Might not seem like it, but we do need him. Nice. Dom? Two perfect answers as well. A lot of reasonings <laughs> as to as to why you've picked each each actor. Uh, I I do agree with one of you. I am picking the same actor, and it is Sophia Bush. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she. So for me, the end of this episode, that there's a real theme of loneliness uh, across the whole episode, but particularly at the end, Nathan's lonely. Um, and I thought he did that really well. Sophia Bush showing loneliness and that that vulnerability and the the tearing the pictures and just pure emotion. It just comes across so well. And there's even even from Lucas, like Chad Michael Murray, is, is lonely. He's lost Peyton, lost Brooke, losing a uh, losing his mum to Larry. It just kind of feels like Keith is just on this other planet and Keith is lonely. So loneliness is just a massive theme throughout this whole episode. They all did it very well, but I think Sophia Bush kind of tipped the balance towards the end with, with her portrayal of it and her emotions coming through. I didn't... What about you, Simon? I didn't see that theme. That's really good. And that's really good writing as well, isn't it? Come on. Mm, really. Yeah, really I like to do this to Dom as well. As we're going through the judgments, I try and like throw things in to try and make his rating higher before we get there. So wasn't that writing really good? Yeah. <laughs> Layered. So Layered. And normally I... Normally, I prepare Simon throughout the episode going, I really didn't like this, and I re- this really bothered me. <laughs> so he knows I'm going to give it a low number. Well, I am going to agree with Michelle on this one. And I thought, oh. I thought, so we're even. I thought Paul Johansson, yes. two and two. He was brilliant. And the whole, yeah, I loved, the whole whatever thing he did, his little clicky <laughs> thing. Loved it, yeah. Loved it. Get that on a gift. Yeah, that's that's gift number two. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. A- okay, so Alyssa, who was your favourite character? My favourite character? Oh, this is so hard. I want to say Brooke again, but then I also don't want to give it to her. <laughs> I don't want to give it to her twice in a row, but yeah, you can. Yeah, I feel like we call it double. Who I was most? Oh, you know what? Forget it. Mouth. I take take it back. It's mouth. Of course, he's my favorite character. He's just just so jolly and was just willing to help and do whatever he could for the girls and learned all the choreography. And he's just every time he's on the screen, he lights it up, and I I enjoy mouth. Excellent, Michelle. I'm also going with Mal. Nice. I feel that, especially in this episode, I mean, throughout it, he is such a good friend and he does help out, but what a hidden surprise. It's like opening or eating a great treat and inside is like your favorite filling and it's like, oh my God, Mal dances. Yeah. 
He's just that perfect. He, he can have these moves, and he helped them essentially win best choreography. So I that's have, true. I just absolutely adore Mal. Great, Dom. Exactly the same. I'm picking Mouth as well. Yeah. The same reasons. I, I, my experience and knowledge of Mouth has been like minimal up until this episode. So it's really great to be introduced to another character like properly. So all I've ever seen him do is sit at the side of either the river court or the actual main basketball court commentating or talking to Haley. And I've never seen him do anything else. So it's so nice to get more from this character. So he's definitely my choice this week nice and simon i will make it a full house it's mouth (laughs) for all of the reasons already said um and i was (laughs) i was genuinely going to choose him before anyone even spoke as well it was my choice i'm not just peer i'm not peer pressured here i promise (laughs) uh okay Alyssa, what was your favorite song of the episode yeah, we do songs here. So if you can't oh. remember the actual song, you can say what scene it was playing over. Or I'm I, I'm gonna say Kung Fu Fighting because that's the only song I can remember at the moment, and I did was most entertained when they played it on on screen. It's a good choice, Michelle. Thank you. I liked all kinds of time, mm. and that song I believe played at was it towards the end. Where they, I just remember myself singing it, and I felt that like it really worked towards the scenes where we're at the buses. At the right, yeah, yeah, and I just felt that worked really well. Is is that the one that's playing at like sort of the montage at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah, great. I like that too. Dom, uh, I just sound like I'm copying Alyssa at every moment, but it's <laughs> it's it's kung fu fighting again, uh, and and it's the remix version. The so remix. We've got Car- Carl Douglas and Bus Stop. Nice. That's a good choice. Did you have a favorite song? Uh, mine was, uh, again, the same as Michelle's, the one that was at the end. Um, I didn't know what it was called, but I liked, uh, yeah, I seem to like the songs that they play over the montages at the end. <laughs> they yeah. seem to always be the ones that I like. Is is every So every episode is a song title. Is every song played in that episode it's a good question because this thing so. so this song title was a is a springsteen song and i listened out for it for the entire episode even oh on God. both watches and it wasn't played that i could hear and I, I wasn't sure if i was being a bit dumb and missed it or if it just wasn't played it didn't appear think... to be in the episode no i don't think they always play it excuse me play the artist yeah yeah i don't think so Cool. Okay. Thank you. Because <laughs> now you don't have to look out for it. Yeah. Because I was desperately going. Well, if the Springsteen song comes up, I might pick that. But Kung Fu Fighting is awesome. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll wait and see. And then it. it I thought. Okay. I'll watch it again because I always I always watch them twice just to see if I miss anything. I thought. Oh, it's not there. I've I've missed that one. So we had first cut as the deepest last week, and that was you know right at the end. So, so why good. not? But I just thought. Oh, maybe I maybe I'm missing all of these songs, and they're actually in there somewhere. But. No, thank you for that. I I think it comes from that you know. Do you remember that uh one the the name One Tree Hill comes from a U two song? So I think that I'm assuming that then Mark Schwann thought, well, I'll name all the episodes after songs as well, so it kind of fits the you know chronology. But yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, gone. Sorry. I was no. I was just gonna say music. 
is a, a big part of this show or eventually becomes a bigger part of the show. And so I think they either it was inspired by their titles or vice versa. So uh, a lot of so, such good music mm. in general on this show. Yeah, so. yeah for sure. A lot of Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Cheryl Crow. <laughs> ah, that's right. I've been downloading Cheryl Crow like no one's business in the recent episodes. <laughs> I was saying this to Dom. I've said it a few times that when watching these uh, a week apart, it's such a different experience to just binge watching them. And this is the only time ever. So this is my fifth fifth rewatch that I've not. I've had to have these gaps. And so the episodes sit with you for a week and then the songs sit with you for a week and they kind of, mm-hmm. uh, it's quite, it's a nice experience. Yeah. Um, which obviously you guys know all too well from doing it yourself <laughs> um, and with, you know, the yes. other shows. Uh, Alyssa, what was your favorite line in the episode? I have, I have a few, but let me pick my first. I think nice form, but excellent portrayal of a best friend. That's good. Brooke. Great line. Michelle? Oh, man, I have a Did bunch. I take that? Oh. No, but there was one line that we didn't say. It was Brooke in the beginning. And I don't think she's... She might have said this to Teresa or one of the other girls. She goes, pinch that pinch that penny. Yeah. <laughs> to Teresa. <laughs> to Teresa. Yeah. Poor Teresa. So I'm going to go with that line. Dumb? Uh, I think it's... Uh, hey, Axel Rose, get back to work. From Dan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a line that it's not my favorite line, but we didn't mention it, which was Brooke at one point said, okay, girls, if you get this right, I'll spring for escorts. Yes. (laughs) Like, wow. We didn't touch upon that. Uh, My favorite line would probably be uh, Brooke's line where she said, Peyton said, I'll have your back. And she said, oh, why? As long as you don't put a knife in it again or whatever. Mm -hmm. That was good. Uh, What were your other lines if you wrote honorable mentions? Uh, I liked, hey, lips, come here. (laughs) (laughs) Down boy. Haley said that. Yeah, down boy. (laughs) Dan Scott is a name people trust. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I've I've got one. It was when Tim was just continuously going, Nathan, stop! When Nathan's trying to drown. Yeah, because <laughs> Nathan is like taking his head and keep he keeps dunking him, and you keep yeah. hearing Tim go, Nathan, stop! <laughs> like that's pretty abusive. <laughs> it's just like oh, it's only Tim. Oh, well. oh I feel sorry for Nathan. Tim. He gets like treated Me really. Too. I feel sorry he gets for treated Tim. really badly by Nathan, and all he does is try to help him. All he does is love his best friend. I know, he <laughs> loves Nathan so much. So much. It's a proper so one-way relationship. But Dom, you actually said that you think it comes from the mum secretly loving Dan, wasn't it? And it being like from their high school and then into the next generation. It's, it's hereditary. That's a good theory. <laughs> I like that. Okay, last but not least, the precious, precious rating. Uh... We have this new thing now where we we all say it at the same ta- same time what we're thinking after three and then we debate it. Now the problem here is we as we're on Zoom and on different you know parts of the world, there's blatantly going to be a delay, but that's fine. It will be funny. So, um, firstly, did everybody have a number before the ep- before we started this conversation? Yeah, actually. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay, and did it change at all during our conversation? 
No. No. Dumb. Flexed a bit, but it didn't change. Flexing between going up or flexing by going down? Uh, Up. Okay. Well, then we will see. Okay, so we're going to go... <laughs> so we're, we're going to go one, two, three, and then say... Yes. Question. Yes. <laughs> Are, do you do... Whole numbers or halves? Whole numbers. No, aren't ha- numbers. I was going to say, aren't Whole halves numbers. for amateurs or something? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Right, right, right. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Okay, okay. And this okay. is just this episode, what we thought of it, one out of ten, right? Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did you say eleven? No. <laughs> oh, I thought I was No. I definitely didn't think it was an eleven. <laughs> okay, ready? One, two, three, ten. Seven. seven. <laughs> we both said seven. Yeah, did. <laughs> okay, that's good. I can't believe you said ten. Well, wait, wait. You said ten? Wait. Dom said ten. ten. I said eight. No, but... you said ten. I said eight. <laughs> what? No, I said eight. You said ten, didn't you? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Now, now you have to defend your number. And you got to try and convince uh, the, everybody else to meet you at your number. So, Alyssa, why is it a seven? Oh, let's see. I don't know why it definitely wasn't stronger in my eyes, but I feel like they took them out of Tree Hill, which kind of sometimes can be a filler if you're not in the the realm of the norm of the normalcy. So maybe that also. Uh, there, there wasn't a ton. Like I liked ever seeing everyone together, which is like what we always talk about. We love friendship and seeing all of our castmates. So that's a plus. Seeing everyone on the same screen. Um, what was it lacking for me though? I can't, I I don't can't put my finger on it, but I loved it enough that it was over. Obviously over five, but I wouldn't put it. Near a ten. Sounds like and sounds that's like all I got. sounds like there's room for you <laughs> to go up. So that's great. I could I could uh I could definitely have some wiggle room here. So Perfect. I'm not I'm not 100 percent solid. Okay, Michelle. So I was teetering between seven and eight. Same, I was as well. So I could be persuaded to go up to eight, but probably not higher than that. No, not higher than an eight. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, like you, like Liz said, when you take them out of their town, sometimes it could feel like a filler episode. And while I don't feel like this was a filler episode because yeah. we did get character growth, just bringing another side mm-hmm. of mouth, showing how Lucas is internally dealing with some things, Nathan and Lucas growing a tiny, tiny little bit, uh, it was on the lighter side, yes. which is a good thing. But it just felt right to give it that seven ish number mm-hmm. for me okay also like the apartment thing yeah the, that's I, so well, ridiculous I'm that trying, would never happen i know but i'm trying <laughs> i mean so many things would never happen like i can't yeah. even base i can't even base a score on stuff that wouldn't happen because then I mean, that's true you can't rate it like i'm just trying to because it was a Jake very enjoyable being a 40 year old man as well was a bit right. weird right exactly <laughs> uh yeah and i think also maybe the keith situation really dampered it a little bit for me mm-hmm. and i the first time around second time around because you binged it like i binge it and so i whatever 
And the first time around was like one episode at a time four years ago, maybe almost five at this yeah. point. So, yeah, didn't love him in this one. Okay. Yeah, same. Okay. Dom, why was it an eight? So, I I gave it an eight. So, it was, it was a one, one number ahead. And I think much to the same sort of theme that you guys are, are touching on and that they're away from Tree Hill. And it kind of feels like filler. And I talk about filler all the time. And they, they put that in just to get to that point and mm-hmm. th- this, that, and the other. And the last time that we we went to an away game, it was um, like, a, like a really weird plot device to kind of bring these characters together. And what I've kind of decided is, as we've gone on talking and, and we've talk- you guys were talking about your judgment and the reason for the seven, is that Tree Hill is... Um, the negative energy it's the area of negative energy and mm-hmm. when they all leave tree hill they it all starts to become a lot more positive for all of them so brooke is super negative but becomes more positive peyton is really positive larry and karen are really positive um who else um mouth it just seems to be positive all the time so i can't really ca- count him <laughs> but the people that are left in tree hill so dan and keith are really negative for the entire episode so that the the whole sort of like negative force of being there is is really difficult. So these episodes to me feel like reset episodes and new storyline episodes. Um, and even Jake was trying to come out of his negativity. You know, the the mother of, of Jenny has just arrived and it's all horrible. So I want to get out of that. Um, so it's kind of like reset, restart, rebuild and go back with this new kind of lease of life and energy and try and change how they were feeling before they left so that that's how i always see these episodes and i i, I just really enjoyed it i like the fact that whitey you know kicked off a little bit and start shouting at everyone um i thought in terms of character development there was there was some definite movement from the youngsters not much from the adults except for karen and larry which which was good karen is becoming a better character in my eyes and is, is a little more entertaining um yeah so i gave it a slightly higher number for for that reason i, I feel like that's a good that's one of the stronger numbers that you've picked at least from the episodes that i've listened to <laughs> yeah i'm normally in the sixes yeah i was gonna say normally you're like a six so i think yeah. that's pretty good yeah. you gotta take it for what it is simon maybe we should just do an eight yeah, I think so too. Ooh, <laughs> that's your Simon. Come on. Wait, did you pick nine? Okay. He picked ten. He picked ten. ten? Firstly, ten? firstly, I run things here. Okay. So <laughs> let's get that straight. Okay. Dom's all comfortable because he thinks you'll protect him. But so you won't be here next week. Okay. And you'll be left back with me, Dom. Well, I'd, Call me Colonel. I like to say I'm comfortable because I picked a higher number than they did. So. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm yeah, all right, he feels like. good about his choice. Safety, yeah. safety zone. They get a they get a pass, okay, because they're guests oh. and they're the, they're the veterans. Wow. They're the OGs. But they, you get it once, ladies. I'm joining. You get it once. I'm joining Tree Hill Talk. <laughs> I, Come on over. Is out. Is sorting a phone out. I'll just be talking to to Lucas on my own. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Simon and Lucas the whole podcast. Well, okay, so I hear all the reasons. I think they're all great. I respect it. I love it. But I think that Dom, and I'm going to work on you first. This had a lot of, this had basketball in, which is important for you. It had Whitey in and Whitey. Minimal amount. Do- Tiny Dominic, amount of basketball. Dominic, 
Please. <laughs> Sorry. Please. Let me let me get it off my chest. Okay. The they had Whitey in shouting. Not minimal. He was in a few a few different shit. He shouted at Nathan. He shouted at the chaperones. Had mouth dancing. It was fresh. It was fun. Had lots of uh, punchlines and zingers, which he loved. He loved all of that. He loved it when... He loved that. <laughs> he loved when someone gets their comeuppance. We had we had good moments from Dan. We had basketball with Keith in. He was wearing Timberland boots again, Dom. <laughs> Do you remember the boots? Do you remember the Tims? I remember the boots. Do you remember the Tims? I remember the Tims. <laughs> and then we also... What else did we have? We had Hayley... Uh, dressing up as a, as a cheerleader and being part of everything that was nice nice moments uh we had lucas rooting for for nathan it was it was a lot in this episode and when you and this is one and i said this to you on the one when they went out of tree hill the first time and you rated it you rated it low and we got a lot of a lot of um Hate? Yeah, from listeners. Oh, really? On that one. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we did, and I was like, "It's I to all of them." I was like, "It's Dom's fault. It's Dom's fault. It's Dom." I I just throw him under the bus. It's Dom's opinion. <laughs> That's my opinion. You ever see that meme? From it's We've like Desperate there, Housewives. How much, how much opinions did we get when we rated things? Oh yeah! Like, oh my goodness! Well, I mean, Tweets. it was it was it wasn't like hate hate. It was just people. It was actually yeah. most of it was aimed at me for not pressuring him enough uh, and saying uh-huh. that I wasn't sticking up for the show enough uh, because I'd been saying I'm going to put the show on my shoulders oh. and I was going to. And they were like, "No, you're doing a weak job." So I like the the next couple times I really pressed him, um, and it's easier in oh. person because I make him look at me and I say, "Look at me, Dom." <laughs> We're doing this, but uh, I think this is one of those episodes that you will look that you remember and you look back on. And if you were rewatching and binging and you see it, you'd be, like, "Oh yeah, this episode." And you can't say that. I about- mean, that's that's why, true. Then, why when we were looking at the episode we list, we chose that for a reason because we're like, "Oh, that's a cute episode." Yeah, like that's one that we remembered. So. Well, I'm surprised that you guys rated it low because a seven is low here like you know i'm talking we're talking nines and tens so i think if anything seven isn't low well i'm I'm gonna have to interrupt (laughs) here seven isn't low so when when i found out that you guys had picked this episode i thought oh something something major must happen actually it was just like quite a nice episode really and there were there were all these points with whitey shouting and there was a minute bit of basketball um but i i don't think this is ever going to be more than an eight. So, uh, Alyssa and Michelle, that's actually an insult from Dom. He's saying you picked an episode that actually wasn't that good. So I think you should defend it and put your rating up. <laughs> it's an eight. Well, I, I could be swayed to an eight. I could definitely think it's an eight. I, I could definitely think it's an eight. I can't go eight. I can't go higher than let's eight. Call, let's call it a nine and then we'll just leave it there. Call, what? Nah. No, that's not how that works. We, <laughs> let's call it a nine and then we're good. I think I it's think like three against one. I was going to say it's like three, <laughs> three against, one. against one. Why don't you come down to eight? You can you can come down to an eight. Okay, the fact that I can see prison Mike behind you on a cushion makes me <laughs> makes me feel better about it. But then I think, what would prison Mike? We have say? good taste. See, <laughs> prison Mike would say it's an eight. <laughs> I have I have prison Mike right here on a little uh, oh, on do? a little pin. Yeah. Oh, look oh at him. God, That's I so cute. That. Prison Mike. I actually want to show Simon something, but I'm going to have Dom look away. 
We'll do that at the end. Okay, good times. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I'll... Okay, so eight. Yay, eight. <laughs> so it's an eight then? We decided on an eight. <laughs> I, will, I will concede to an eight, but I'd like it to be remembered. And when we do this again, because I'm hoping, we're hoping that you're going to come on again, right, in the future. I hope so. Sure. Okay, yes, then please. Re- can we remember this? Remember I came down to an eight. Whoa, 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 whoa. You do this to me all the time. <laughs> remember. Remember that I came down so that the next one you make me go up. That's not fair. Don't don't treat our guests that way. <laughs> That's not fair. Remember. Hey, when we come on that- again, I'm sticking to my guns and I'm going to say whatever the episode is, it is. Exactly. Don't let him bully you into it. <laughs> I will remember, our two wonderful guests have gone, okay, we'll meet you at an eight. I oh, yeah. want you to remember so it they've my come up way, already. I think. But <laughs> the the thing is, Dom, is we, we can't... History's always written by the victor, and you're not winning at the minute. <laughs> we, we, we can't leave until uh, until we agree on a rating, and you're the one that has to wake up at four in the morning to go to work. Three. three. Okay, so... Oh, three. no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, no, we'll call it. We'll call it an eight, and uh, it's good times. Yes. Good times. There we go. So, well done, so <laughs> this one is an eight. It's in the record books. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please check out. Oh, why is that funny? Oh God, this is the bit we have to do. <sighs> if you enjoyed this episode, clearly, clearly <laughs> like, I'm not happy with this rating, but just so you know. If you want to hear show must go higher rated episodes that we've done in the past when Don wasn't brave because his friends were here, then you can <laughs> on Patreon and other places. And check out, in, we'll put the links in the description for Tree Hill Talk, Let's Talk OC, and all of the great work that, uh, and Gossip Girl, Gossip, thank gossip you, Pod, you. is that what it's called? Three gossip, girls. Three gossip Girls. So yeah, those links will be in the description. Check all of those out. They are awesome and great uh, podcasts to accompany your rewatch or your first watches. So get involved with all of that. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe. Social media, Dom? Uh, at Ravens. Oh my God, I've completely forgotten. Sorry, I, you th- completely threw me there as well because you were on such a good flow. <laughs> Uh, at Ravens Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> that you're okay for not Been knowing because you don't get to check it. So, I mean, I, I say it every week, <laughs> so I should know. <laughs> so our final bit is we have to say Ravens on free. Okay, <laughs> but we have, but we've got a new thing now. Is that uh, Dom will, will choose an accent and you all have to say Ravens in that accent. So we just did it on our bonus <laughs> episode in Australia. I'm excited for we, this. Okay, okay, okay. We did it, I hope I do it justice. We did it in Australian on our last one. So uh, Dom, what will the accent be? It's very, very successful Australian accent, wasn't it? Um, shall we go for French? Ooh. We'll go for French. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. 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 There's going to be a bit of... I'm going to butcher this. There's going to be a delay (laughs) again. So even if they don't go in time, it's fine. Okay. Are you going to count, Dom? I don't mind. Yeah, I can count. Count us in. Uh, Ravens on trois. Oh. (laughs) I'll say one, two, three. Right, Ravens on three. One, two, three. Ravens! Nice. Well done. That was my favorite part of the whole episode.
delete the rest. <laughs> the rest is shit. Right? The rest. Everything else so is good. shit. This is the best part. <laughs> so good.